What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach and Gang. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. Shout out to the Gorditas. Indeed. And that's you. Shout out to the Ten Toes Up Gang. And that's Shout you. out to the ladies of the 52 Point Check Gang. And that's Shout you. out to the Nasty Boys. Oh, in here, shout out to the nasty boys. Anyway, man, shout out to the entire Manosphere, RP, Crimson Capsule, whatever you want to call it, MGTOW, everybody. We welcome everybody to y'all show. This is y'all's break. Dating coaches, too. Welcome you, too. And that's you. Because I know you watching. And that's you. I know you're watching. Everybody watches CGA. <laughs> All right. Anyway, check it out, man. Uh, welcome, everybody. This is going to be your intermediary after pill program we call it the after pill shout out to one of the brothers opportunities to something the opportunities i, I can't remember sorry I, I appreciate you for coming up with that term we are the intermediary we invite we we bring everybody to the table and you guys can come in here and talk your ish in the live chat we're not just one-sided over here despite what you think <laughs> okay we let all the brothers come in here this is the after pill this is the free agent lifestyle this is the philosophy a lot of people are emulating right now when they tell you just focus on yourself, gentlemen. That's the free agent lifestyle. When they tell you go get some hobbies, that's the free agent lifestyle. When they tell you to go get your passport, that was in the book, the free agent lifestyle. Everything that everybody's saying right now that is getting popularized, it was the free agent lifestyle. It's in the book. New, 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 new. Everything's right there. Circa 2018, we're talking about. Now we're going on five years. Everything. Talking about, um, you know what I mean? You want a hot chick? Go on ahead and just say, I got money. have a couple of them and you'll get that venom out. Get that venom out. We've been talking about that. Everything people are talking about, we've been talking about it. Now, I know the other content creators are upset. They're irate. They're like, I was talking about it before you. And that's you. <laughs> Go camping with white friends. Yes, I've been talking. And that's it's you. right there in that book, The Free Agent Lifestyle. Go get the book, and it's available audio book for you ninjas that can't read. And when I say ninjas, it's just not brothers. But you know what I'm talking about. We all brothers from a different mother in here. With that being said, we got a great show today. This is the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You're in here with the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, the Bruce Wayne of this ish, and the Bruce Wayne of this ish, also known as Coach Alini. The notorious one, Coach Radamus, the prognosticator. We back. We back. And we got a great story for you. Our main event story should be fun. And remember, this is the best edutainment here on YouTube. We have a little bit of fun with these uh, topics. And this topic's going to be fun, no doubt. There's only so many times that I can get in here and rage, rage, rage for my own therapeutic need. I need to have fun with this. And I appreciate y'all. Have a couple of laughs. Don't take life so seriously. All right. Only only people that should take something hard and seriously is women. That's the only thing that somebody should be taking hard and seriously. That's it. All right. Anyway, married police officer went bull hunting in her precinct. Oh, man. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> okay. Yeah, brothers. Yeah, that brother's starving. Here we go right there. Married police officer went bull hunting a white woman yes uh here it is right there she's out there going straggling sniggle she's out there hunting for bulls in her own police officer <laughs> all right what's going on here and then we're going to talk about matt walsh he's a commentator here on youtube i watch his stuff from time to time i don't watch too many people all the time 
But um, I see his stuff from time to time. Typically agree. He's more on the conservative leaning side, more traditional. I think he did the documentary about what is a woman. And I completely was like, that needs to be said. But then he went full Hafiz on marriage. And we're going to play that. Um, and I'm going to have to fair use it because he might not like my response to him pushing the agenda on marriage on men without actually dealing with the things that men are concerned about with marriage. See, that's the problem I have. Mm. And I'm not going to give away too much. But anyway, trigger warning. You are choosing to watch this content. Viewer discretion is advised. This was your warning. I don't know what to tell you. Most of you guys going to come in halfway during the show anyway, looking for timestamps. Okay, but trigger warning. And this show does not promote hate or harm. I use comedy to talk about people, mainly to describe them in a comedic way. It's not hate. A description is not hate. <laughs> right? A description is describing who the hell you are. Anyway, says right there, we promote healthy uh, choices. Wait a minute. All right, we, we, we promote healthy Choices specifically for men in lifestyle finances and in emotional relationships. Now that you heard all of that, today's topics, we're going to talk about the gym is the new nightclub. Literally, I did a video in 2018 talking about that. And we're going to show you a nightclub. I'm sorry. We're going to show you a gym that turned into a nightclub. Mm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Coach Dradamus is here. They don't call me Coach Dradamus for no reason, man. I'll be like hitting 99%. We're also going to talk about a wife. This is for you brothers that want you some black woman, man. I get it, man. Y'all want you a sister, can't resist her. Red beans and rice, then miss her. You want you a thick sister. And then these sisters, this sister, this married sister, who represents a cohort of the least married people and the most divorced in the at the same time, which is damn near impossible to do. Ladies, how do you, sisters, how did you, how do you pull that off? You're the least married and the most divorced. Like you're the least likely to get married. And then you pull that, you double down and you're the most divorced. What in the world? Dude, how do you pull that shit off? <laughs> like to me, how? I mean, you got to look in the mirror at some point. You got to be like, uh, you got to be like, sister, you been on. Oh my my, bro! How do you do that? <laughs> look, look. People can be critical of sisters. I'm not critical, but damn, you literally like nobody wants to marry. Out of all the people in America, you the last pick. Okay. Then when you get married, you're the most one divorced. I don't know what the what the dude. At some point, you got to look in the mirror. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Double triple whammy. Look, y'all need to improve something of yourself. I can only tell you so much, but apparently you don't want to hear nothing. Stubborn. Stubborn. Stubborn, this is not a good quality. You know, I'm, I'm not stubborn per se. I know some real stubborn people. Stubborn people don't want to do shit because they just don't want to do shit. Like, I don't want to do shit because I'm like, that ain't the way I'm going. You know, and I'm not, I'm not walking that way. But stubborn people do shit when they get the right information. They still stubborn. I'm still ain't going to do it. Like, <laughs> I still ain't going to do it right. Oh, that's stubbornness. Anyway, we got this young Kayla. What do we got here? We got the show. You guys see that ish crawling across the screen without further ado. Um, to support today's show, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV on Venmo. PayPal, paypal.me on the uh, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams on the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And the reason why I do this is because the IRS don't know what to do yet. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> 
I'm just joking. But the reason I do that is because this is the most censored new channel new in the red pill. You guys want to talk about who's real? I'm the one getting arrow shot at me. You know what I mean? I'm the one they nailing on the cross. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, bro. Everybody's like, I'm the realest in the field. But do you have what's going on on your channel as me? I'm the realest in the field, man. I can prove it. I'm the notorious one. This is why they call me the notorious one. I'm in, inf well, Andrew Tate is the notorious one at this point. And apparently he had his hearing this morning. And um, he's actually locked up. So if anybody, the notorious one, it's him. And so hopefully he gets some good news today. But uh, everybody thinks once he gets some good news that it's over for him, the case is over. It's not. I mean, he's literally still has the case pending. And if he skedaddles and he goes bunny, well, that's just evidence that he might be trying to avoid. This is just a, it's going to be harder for him if he goes skedaddling. So he's got to sit in there and go through the legal system. And it's not fun. But anyway. At least I'm not Andrew Tate, all right? But that would be the realest one if he's in Yale. Now, I am sitting here just demonetized. What do we got going on here? So, look, that's how you contribute to the day show. If you want a super chat and you're like, where's the super chat? And you're new here, go to the Notorious CGA channel because that's what we new, do over new, here. New, new, new world I'm world. the most notorious one on YouTube. Yes, I am. Just I'm just not in jail yet. Jail yet. I'm not trying to do that. When it comes down to losing my freedom, hey, <laughs> the Matrix is the Matrix. Okay, the Notorious CGA channel. Um, I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a quick uh quick thing here, and then I'll get to the earlier contributors to the day show, so I don't leave people hanging. Let's get into this real quick. Uh, let some people on PayPal get going on. Oh, I forgot to do my tradition, but we'll do it later. Let's get into uh the the gym is the new nightclub, and we'll show you. This scene, and of course, you know, when I'm saying these things, a lot of people think I'm saying it here in 2023. Trust me, you haven't seen my old stuff. I've been saying this stuff since I just jumped on YouTube. All right. And so uh, when we I, I had a video, you could probably look it up. I probably deleted it and it's on my premium content. Nonetheless, the gym is the new nightclub, literally. So let's go to a gym and I hope uh, what's going on here. I ain't got no Internet. Oh, I know what I did. Oh, I totally screwed up. I really screwed up. So um, anyway, that's just the background scene. Let's see here. Let's pop this up. Here it is. If you're single and looking for someone who's into fitness, but who also gets down on the weekends, I found your people. Grit Boxing is a full body strength treadmill and boxing class in a nightclub setting. The best part is that at the end of the class, there's a party at the front of the studio with an open bar. So everybody is super sweaty, but they're taking shots and flirting. That, that music probably going to give me a copyright. But let me go ahead and turn it down. We don't want to hear that. That, that music is probably going to be copyright. Take the stream down. But here it is right here. You got, <clears throat> oh, my goodness, Jesus. <laughs> okay, so they take, a, they take a gym. I remember they take a gym, and they got all the flatbacks in there, all sweaty, hair pulled back, looking like Master Splinter, skin all pink. And what are we doing here? We turn it into a nightclub after look at this. Oh my goodness. Oh the humanity. We got pogs, pogs dripping from their mouth right down the gullet. Right down the gullet. Skeet right down the gullet. Just how I like them. And these pogs be liking it to down the down the gullet. Um, what are we doing here? Here we go. We got the flat back that's gonna teach you how to do what? Do some little punches. They always want to teach you how to do punches and kicks, and they ain't gonna do a damn thing to nobody else. But look. We got the we got the Chad DJ 
Oh man! Oh, the humanity! Oh, the humanity! Not a night. Oh, wait a minute! What was he doing there? He was getting a little smoochy. All right, the chat. The chat DJ is everywhere. So look, they're showing him getting smooched down. This is some more PUA pickup shit right here. Damn, this dude's everywhere. Same dude. You talk about the ninety-five five rule. This dude, the same dude, serving up Jello shots. <laughs> Yo, what are we doing? What are we doing? Ling, oh, the Ling Ling and the Thailand Ling Ling, the ones that like the brothers, the big one, the plump one over here. They taking jello shots. <laughs> this is going too far, man. He, there he is again. Wait a minute. Hold up for a second. Wait a minute. Who are you? This dude doing everybody's job and he's hooking up with all the females. <laughs> Somebody said King Keto. Shout out to King Keto. He's a coach gang member. Oh, man. Uh, look at this, man. What are we doing? A, a boxing gym and a nightclub at the same time. Uh-oh, brother Tyrone was in there. The older brother right here. Look, dude ain't paid his child support in a minute. He ain't even dressed for working out. He just came to the club. And he's what? Look at this box, box booty. Look at this, man. Look at Tyrone. What are you picking up on? I get all the hoes, Sean. Sean, the hoes pay me. Gee, I get the girls to pay me. I'm in man here on my pimping. All right. The girls pay me. This is the girl. <laughs> All the girls pay me. This is the girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? Straight stock factory issue. All right. Here we go. And this dude got a whole wife at the crib. What are you doing, sir? Go back to your wife and kids. And you're in the crib. And you, you know, you're, you're, you're probably 42 and you think you look 32. So you kind of come in here with the college girls and just ruining the whole vibe with your Mac Daddy shit. All right, here we go. <laughs> what are we doing here? Oh, man. This dude serving drinks to DJ and everything. And shout out to that flatback right there. I'll fold her up and shout out to the Pog. Oh, the humanity. Taking it down the gullet. And there's a flatback right there, you know, with her traditional, uh, the, the white chick uniform, I call it, <laughs> that every white chick shows up with. Anyway. Wow, this is this is crazy. The gym is literally the new nightclub. Anyway, let's get into the earlier contributors to the day show. Thank you for being here again and supporting the day show. Oh, man, somebody, let me see. Is this the first Super Chat? Hmm. Shout out to Flash. Says, great new soundtrack on your intro, Coach. Appreciate you, man. I thought I mellowed it down. I took it mellow and nice and smooth. Toby says, shout out to the Coach Gang. Got me two Kayleys lined up this week. If it ain't snowing, I ain't going. It's on my birthday today, Coop. Wait, it's on my birthday today, Coach. He said, it's barbecue in there. Let me get some barbecue and happy birthday to you, man. And shout out to you for doing what you think you need to be doing out here in these streets. And the ladies in these streets, sister's going to be mad at you. Harold L. says your thumbnail for the show had me dying in the bagel store. Let me be the first to say that you are reprehensible. Also, you are my favorite African-American. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? I love the way he says, look at him. Donald Trump is a beast. J Donald Trump is a mess. You know, be, you got it. Again, people take people too seriously. And Donald Trump's one of them people that people took way too seriously. You know, every single word he said, you guys were hinging on, oh, my God, I can't handle him. Dude, you're not supposed to take Donald Trump that seriously when he talks like that, right? But look at him. <laughs> He's one of those guys, man. Anyway, shout out to him, man. Some people are going to be upset about that. 
You know what I mean? They y'all find something to be upset about every day. Man, go outside. Shout out to remember when hey, listen. Remember when um remember when you were a kid uh for you older guys and um your parents would not let you stay in the house? Like when they got tired of you, they just said, Go outside. Don't come back when the street lights is on. And they might have only told you that twice, but your ass should have listened. Go outside. I'm tired of no. You'd be at the screen door like this, looking in, pressed up, smelling that screen door, wishing you could come inside, wishing you can come inside. You'd be like this. Your mama say, do not come inside. Take your ass out. And then by the time you asked, your ass came back in. She was like, go on and get in the bathtub. You smell like a wet dog. Who remember that shit? <laughs> you had to just go outside kicking rocks. You had to make up games. You was like, okay, I got a stick, a rock, and a cigarette butt. <laughs> you were like, what am I going to do? All right, let me learn how to juggle. I don't know. You had to make up some shit to do. You were making up games. Go outside. Yeah, man, this is what we need to do. Tell people to go outside. <laughs> right? What the hell, man? Stop. Y'all take this shit too seriously. And the reason why is because y'all don't go outside. Take your ass outside. Do not come back in this door. And she would bring you your snacks. <laughs> she bring you your snacks outside. She'd be like, you want an ice cream sandwich? She opened that screen door. <laughs> she opened that screen door. You want an ice cream sandwich? Yes, mama. You want one of them uh, little sickles with the little thing where you put it? You want one of them with the little polar bear on it? Yes, mama. She come out there. She give you it outside. Stand right there so the ants don't get to it. <laughs> She'll let your ass come inside. Yep. Take your ass outside. That's what people are missing. You wonder why you're depressed? Because you don't go outside. <laughs> yeah, the otter pops or the push-up pops. Ooh, the green, the orange one? Yes, the otter pops. Take your ass outside. You be building forts, stacking shit together. I got old-ass bricks. There's a wino right there. Look at a wino. He drooling. Look at him. Granddaddy caddy driving down the street, bumping his music. Ohio players. You just outside like, man. <laughs> yeah. um, one of the things we talk about, adults, recreation. And since I'm in that particular business, recreation, if you break down what recreation means, I don't think I talked about it in the Free Agent Lifestyle book, but maybe I did. Um, but I talked about this a lot. Recreation means recreate. Recreate. Re-R-E. Create. And that's what you're doing when you go out and you get an outlet. You go jump and shoot ball, shoot hoops. Uh, you run, you jog. Like people, when they go outside, they go outside. I'm going to run five miles. They get their little Apple Watch, sync it up. I'm going to run in PC. And then you go take your ass back in the house. That's not recreation. That's not recreation. You just went jogging. <laughs> okay. That, and then you back, back in the house and then you syncing up your I, Apple Watch to your weight scale. And download, downloading that shit on the little app that keeps track of everybody in your city. That is not recreation. Yeah, it's nice you went jogging. Go recreate. Go get some damn creativity. You got to get outside. You know what I mean? You got to get the mold. You, you, that's called recreate. And adults need recess. You know? We used to have recess, and that's why we used to go out. You know, when, as children, they used to make you go out, get a break, go get recess, go get creative. And then they took that shit away in high school and you were like, damn, period after period of classes. Like, oh, my God. Anyway, 
let's get in here. Now, enough about me on my soapbox about people, man. And I'm not just talking about women or men. I'm talking about both genders need to recreate. Y'all sitting up looking at political shit all day. But you can watch CGA, though. You can watch CGA. And ladies, the junior college, I have recess classes available to you. Older ladies, we have the 52-point inspection that I will take you through. I will kick the tires. Junior college girls, if you're looking to recreate, get out of your depression. All right, get out of wanting to self-delete. Come see CGA, and I will teach you how to be a human being. I will teach you how to be a human being. Ladies, I will teach you. I will take your ass through the 10 toes up game. All right. Anyway, <laughs> let's get on with this one. Shout out to what are we doing here? Delta Fox, the caption on that thumbnail should be on today's episode of Black. Yes, we usually skip the intro part and go right to the cheeks clapping. JJ Barry says, cause the best thing to do after a workout is get drunk, apparently, and pile up all of those empty calories. Revival Fitness, know a woman who makes 60K a year at her job and doesn't pay rent living in a family home still had $10 in the account at the end of the month. Yes, uh, women are bad with money. People are bad with money. But, man, she, she, she's not thinking third-dimensionally. Rooster Coburn in here. What do you got? Coach, I had me a Ling Ling the other day, and she gave me a bottle of water and asked if I was hungry. Kaylee's can't compete. Go Asian or go home. Okay, boy, <laughs> I like that. I, I'm interested as to, you know, white men deal with white women. It's a, it's a weird, uh, when white men want to go in, um, interracially date, they typically go Asian with a little bit of Latina flavor. And then you have black men that they don't want to date black women. They run to the white women y'all running from like, look, we need to make sense of this shit. What do y'all know? <laughs> What do y'all know? And then Asian men are like, what the hell are y'all talking about? These tiger moms are insane. Man, people self-hating. <laughs> people self-hating. You know what I mean? But the best thing y'all should do, you know what I mean? The best thing y'all should do, especially on the Tuesday, is, you know what that time it is. Ah, yes, indeed. Get you a gordita. Question. What's your body count? What's your body count? Body count? 260. I'm not going to lie. No, not your, your body count. What do you mean? How many? Three, 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 three. Oh, no. She's way more lightweight than I am. Ma'am, how many bodies have you had sex with? Oh, no, I can't count that. <laughs> oh, no, I cannot. <laughs> Let's just say it's more than the 10 fingers, okay? Oh, my goodness. It's more, more than all the humanity. Not going to lie. It's more than the 10 fingers, Lord have mercy, brother. What's going on? Yeah, that brother's starving. My, my, my. Even Steven Jackson got him a gordita. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Steven Jackson. Oh, we got to go ahead and acknowledge him. He went gordita. He went gordita. You know what I mean? He's like, look, I'm thugging at age 50. I left the girl at the altar for not signing a prenup, and I got me a gordita. All right, they people gonna be bad as hell at me, bro. Y'all gonna be bad. Look, she happy too. She's showing her teeth. All right, he's showing his teeth too. All right, but look, he got him a real one. Boy, that is a real good lord. My goodness, all the humanity. He got him a real gordita. Lord, 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 lord. My 
Speedy Diggs, but my lord, hold up. Oh, the humanity. He, is she five foot two at that? Did he marry the girl? Oh, hold up. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> oh, my. I got to give it to him. <laughs> hey, shout out to him. Oh, that's nasty. Hey, you know, brothers figure it out. Brothers figure it out. Brothers go work it out, as Flavor Flav said. OG, uh, OCGM says, Granny, get out your church clothes. Get in your play clothes. Yes, get in your. Wow. Remember the play clothes. I forgot about that. Yeah, he says, <laughs> Granny says, get out your church clothes. Get in your play clothes and do not come back unless you're bleeding or got an ish. If you got to pee, water the trees. That's what they used to do, bro. You young brothers don't remember that. Some of y'all do if you grew up in the probably the South from Charlotte on the way down. Some of you guys remember that, right? Uh, remember, you had school clothes, play clothes, and church clothes. Wow. Man, that's taking it way back. That's taking it way back with the play clothes. I remember that. Yes, you had to change clothes. You could not play in the same clothes that you went to school with. All right. Anyway, shout out to Derek over on the cash app. Just, well, too late for that. Mm. All right. Shout out to you. All right. But he says, just call you the D. Uh, I don't think so, man. <laughs> Listen, there's some things I got to pause on. Listen, I can't just call you the D. Mm. Okay. We got uh, Macaroni Tony. Hold up. Hold up. CGA. Is that officer your long lost brother? Because, man, the resemblance is wild. He's a brawlic. Brawling, Milk Dud, Tay Diggs clone too. Yes, he is. And he's out there pounding out, you know, the queen of spades, if you know what I mean. Somebody was talking about it on Notorious uh, live chat. If you don't know the queen of spades, you don't know what's going on in the world, man. She on her queen of spades. Oh, you know what? I was going to talk about this. Let me check the PayPal's and we're going to get into the show because I was going to talk about a lot of people just are not, um, you haven't been properly educated into the world. And Jay Cool says, hard to believe another day and another great live stream. CGA just wanted to add from the emotion, emotions discussion you had on yesterday's stream. I sometimes just shut everything off, sit by myself in the dark and just think things through and speak out loud. Thinking things through. Hope that helps others. So some people that might help you. Uh, thanks for offering that up. Some people that might not help you, but it is what it is. Hey, shout out to everybody for finding their way through this life. It's not easy. Uh, but um, one thing that I want to talk about there uh, specifically, a lot of the things you've been taught about the world has been a flat out lie. And this is where people have a problem with the world, right? A lot of people that lived in the millennial years, you've been handed a lot of things without earning it. Generation Z is kind of the, the result of that as well, but. Um, and it's the result of parentage from Gen X and baby boomers overcompensating, no doubt, and or splitting up the family. So a lot of you guys have been ruined. Yeah. But a lot of you have been miseducated and it is up to you to find whatever your truth is. It's not my truth. Your truth is not my truth. But you got to find out that you've been lied to, not just about women and romance and marriage. You've been lied to about a bunch of things. And it's bad. It's it's a it's on a great level. Now, I can't tell you how to find the truth and go to because I've been on this journey since I was 18, maybe 16. And I've been finding what man, what, there's lies about this. You got to really understand that that a lot of the problems you've had is because you've been lied to. Now, let's just put it on the dating aspect. A lot of the things you've learned about dating 
relationships and women have been lies. I'm just going to say that have been flat out lies. Much of what women tell you about relationship and how to win them over have been lies. It's been lies, right? I just want them to be funny. And it sounds so one dimensional. Oh, you want somebody funny? And then you think that you can be lacking everything else and just be funny. Then you find her getting banged out by the dude with the neck tattoo across his neck. You know what I mean? You're just like, wow, Kaylee, what happened? You know, they've been pushing for the sexual revolution. Women have been wanting to be out here in these streets for a long time, and they can do that. So it's not just one dimensional. And we often try to figure out, okay, I'm in this lane. I'm in this lane. I'm in this lane. So I deserve to have the woman just conform and have it work out. And it's not that simple. It is not that simple. Some women have been going through what we call the spectrum. Please honor the spectrum. The spectrum means the woman is not one dimensional. You can't just peg her because she looks a certain way. She says a certain thing. She grew up in a certain neighborhood or culture or church doctrine. You cannot just peg her. Not only that, how you meet her and when you meet her doesn't mean she was in that lane prior or she's going to not be in that lane in the future. You just don't know where she is. So a lot of you find people and you want to find people and um, simplify it and say, oh, this person's good. They have a degree, a job, package it up. And here's my goofy butt over here. I'm goofy butt too, but I'm funny. Bam. And just pair it up. No. Mm. You know, it's all right. It's all right. But you have to re-educate yourself. And the part of the red pill, I keep saying this, we're not, the red pill is in MGTOW. MGTOW is a part of red pill. Some of these talking points that MGTOW created that now is our mainstream, let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. Most of the talking points that are considered red P were MGTOW. Even Kevin Samuels just sampled, even though he hated MGTOW, he just took a good old sample of all those talking points, said it, and then kind of uh, uh, bookended it with, oh, there's still hope for the community. Let's just be let's just be 100% frank. But now these talking points from 2016 have been going ma mainstream. And what's happening is it's forcing people to do what? Reevaluate what's going on, reeducate themselves, relearn, and it's challenging people. It's good that we're in the challenging phase of relationships because this whole idea of plugging things in and getting screwed on the back end just wasn't working. Just wasn't working out. Anyway, let's get into today's show. I already got into one part of the show. Let's get to Straggle and Sniggle Theater. How about that? We got, I don't even remember what the topic is, but... Anyway, let's get into this here. Straggling Sniggle Theater. Uh, it says right here, these young ladies are in these streets. Oh, we got some more 304 activity going on here. One of the lies that you will have to re-educate yourself about is that a lot of women don't go through the what we call the 304 phase. A lot of women go through a 304 phase. Many times after a breakup, many times early in their high school or their college career, first two years of college, last couple years of high school, Maybe the first couple of years of high school from junior high going into high school, some girls just go buck. Some of them go through a 304 phase right after their divorce from their first husband. It's just what it is. Guys, if you think that no one, not, not all women, but, they are very good at covering up their tracks. You'll never know. <laughs> You'll never know. And um, until now, because they're pushing this on social media and social media keeps rewarding them for 304 activities, now, a lot of women are, are at least shameless about talking about it. So we'll go ahead and go to this part of this Instagram reel. And many times it's straggling cynical theater, meaning it could be real or fake. 
but it's useful. It's useful information and it's also entertainment. So we don't worry about if it's real, they're doing it for attention, they're lying, oh, it's fake, these things, these street interviews. We don't worry about what's real or fake, if it's a skit or not. We use the information for entertainment and research purposes only. So as you can see here, these two are bottom of the barrel. They're wearing prostitute eyelashes, which many women are educated enough to know that this stems from prostitutes. Just think back to the old may west days she had all big these big ass eyelashes on their faces so when you put that on your face you're mimicking prostitute life but a lot of people don't understand that because you're dumb you're a normie yes that's what it is yeah you're dumb and so you got this woman who's wider than the refrigerator she's thinking she's good because she can get dudes to pipe her down and this woman you know what i mean neither one of these people going on anywhere in life but let's continue Years coming up, what's the craziest thing y'all did in 2022? 2022, I think the craziest thing I did was a six sum. Six sum. So how many guys? How many girls? Uh, four four guys. guys and, and me and her. Wow, y'all are some exotic shit out here. Okay. With that being said, what's something you want to get off your bucket list in 2023? A seven sum. Stop. It. Get some help. Well, you know, send the asteroid. I don't know what to tell you, gentlemen. And listen. This is probably somebody's wife. I hope it's no one's wife in the future, but it's somebody's wife. Oh, and many of you guys, this is what you're marrying. Of course, this is called the spectrum. This is the spectrum. Anybody knows what a spectrum looks like? It's an array of colors, particularly in a order of, uh, I believe, the rainbow. Many people can probably tell me. But what it is, is many women live on a spectrum. They're not just one person their entire life. They go through several phases. Sometimes they celibate. Sometimes men buy a bit. Sometimes they are the bad girl. They're in their bad girl phase. Sometimes they're completely a church girl. They grew up very disciplined, very focused. Sometimes they went out there and experimented. Sometimes they thought about being a scripper. I mean, it could be a variety of things. You just don't know. But when you meet her, that's where she is today. But what was she yesterday and what will she be going forward? This is the complicated scenario that men don't think about. And this is what hurts men. In relationships, and you got to be honest because people don't understand that there was a phrase for this. Uh, men get men, women get married hoping men will change, and then men get married hoping women won't change. Inevitably, they'll both be disappointed. So, men get married hoping the woman stays like she is when he married her. That's not going to happen. She's going to change. Okay. And then many women think, oh, I'm going to get there. I'm going to marry him. He doesn't have it completely like I want. I'll change him. That ain't going to happen most of the time either. He ain't changing. She's changing. He ain't. All right. Anyway, so uh, there it is right there. If you see it, let's go ahead and play it again just so you guys can see what's going on in these streets today. This is some of your daughters. Some of your daughters be at CGA's crib. All right. But here it is right here. And they're proud of themselves, too. New Year's coming up. What's the craziest thing y'all did in 2022? 2022, I think the craziest thing I did was a six sum. Six sum. So how many guys, how many girls? Uh, four, four guys. guys and, and me and her. Wow, y'all. Now, sometimes I <laughs> look at what they're, man, boy, look at what she's wearing. And of course, because they're in sync, I'm, that, I'm thinking that this is somewhat true because they were able to say it in sync and look at each other and speak into the microphone in sync. Oh, yeah, it was too, it was both of us. We both was getting pushed and shoved by you. God knows who on vacation. And so look at what we got here, guys. I mean, just some exotic shit out here. OK, with that being said, what's something you want to get off your bucket list in 2023? Uh, seven yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like, just keep the number going. By the way, Deion Sanders, I believe or. 
Michael Irvin was one of the guys that talked about this. When you talk about sexuality, the thing about sexuality that many cultures, any in many um, religions have talked about is that once you go get involved sexually, um, it's like a drug. You need to escalate it. It's very difficult to stay sane vanilla sex unless you're a normie. What type? What happens is, and even those guys acknowledge, once you had one woman, you needed two. Then you needed three. Then you needed four. Then you realized it couldn't satisfy you. So that's where they are, but they're at an early age. What, you know, I'm going to say less than 21. They're at an early age. Now, how can this person pair bond? How could they get married? How could they fall in love when they're out here getting ran by seven dudes at once or seven people in total? So that's the reality of that. Okay, let's move along. Um, I don't know why I didn't complete this one, but it's just a sister. Sister tells social media, and one of the earliest talking points of these spheres is that social media is destroying relationships, right? And so we come to this con- understanding that, you know, um, men, many men said, if we got rid of social media, relationships would be better. Well, I'm here to tell you, social media ain't going nowhere. Social media is going to have to just fall off like MySpace, fall off like Black Planet, fall off like Facebook. But just understand, when those things fell off, something else replaced it, right? Some things fall off, and then something else replaces it. So it just doesn't fall off, and we go back to normal. And so now we have to have the acceptance of what women are telling you on social media. Why are they saying it? It's either true, it's either look, they're looking for attention or clout, okay? We know all those threes to be three things to be true, but there it might be two of the three. It might be three of the three or one of the three, okay? So this sister... Speaking of sisters, this sister here is going to tell you, and this is going to transition into our next two topics. Now, um, I don't mean to uh, talk about her Instagram page, meaning I don't want to send you over there. I'm not trying to get you to harass her. I actually tell you to do not harass her. Do not go and talk to her. Do not say I sent you over here. I'm just using this as criticism and news reporting. This woman's going to take you through a phase of marriage that I've been telling you about right here it's all right here and she is one she is super duper toxic and she's taking no accountability and it's all Jermaine it's always Jermaine here we go she's going to talk about when her husband took her on a trip to mexico why she cheated on him in mexico why she knew the relationship was over when she took when he took her to a trip to mexico now what he what she accuses him of it's partially his fault it's partially his fault but she is also at fault as well Now, some of you guys want to take your girl and your wife on vacation. Many times it could be the end of your relationship. That trip, once you get back home, could be the end of your relationship. And you took her on the trip because what happens is you took her on the trip. You thought it was going to be fantastic. You thought it was going to be a fantasy. And then you came back and it ended shit. So let me see here. Uh, Let's go on here. Let me see here. It caused more problems than it healed. This is the woman here. Uh, It says, when I knew it was over. How long did it take for me to leave my husband? Let's play it. How long did it take me to Sorry for the music in the background. Leave my husband. It took me about four years and I'm still getting the paperwork. It took me about four years to leave him. But it was probably something petty when I finally did leave him. When we all went to a concert and Miss Erica Badu was on stage and she asked the people to stand up if they're in there with their lover. And this person, my husband, sat down. That's why I knew I had to leave that ass. (laughs) Wait a minute. We was in lover's lane, baby. Like we was we was. 
was around all the couples. Everybody was coupled up. It was honestly a beautiful experience. Um, just seeing all the black beautiful couples. So we was in the house of love when he didn't stand up and that's when he lost me. <laughs> okay, so a couple things here. We have a great comment section on this one. This woman said, when he took me to the Erica Badu concert, again, you were trying to do something to win her over. There was probably something that went down prior to this that made him not want to stand up. We don't know that, but we'll just give him a little bit of accountability on this one. We're not trying to escape accountability. He did embarrass her in a public setting. And guys, that's just what it is. We're just going to have to call it. We don't know why. But listen to this. What did she say? That's something that I talk about. And I don't I want to warn you that this is real. And sometimes, guys, we win women. We lose women. It's what it is. She said four years, four years, guys. And that's you. four years. Four years. And then she said it was probably something petty. Mm. Bruh. And that's you. We love social media. I love social media. I want women to keep talking. You're only helping my case. Now, you're not helping anything happen on the channel, but you're helping my case. She even admitted it was something petty, and she said four years. Remember what I told you. They'll cut the relationship, and they'll still sit up under you long enough to keep getting the rent paid, long enough to eat. And they're just, you know, you're trying to touch their shoulders. She just, uh, You're trying to work it out. You're going through marriage counseling. You're trying to ask her how can you make it better. You're buying her gifts, taking her on trips, and she's like, eh. What she did was she emotionally divorced. I was emotionally divorced for four years. And I'm trying to figure out how to get out of here. And she said, I'm still trying to get the paperwork done. Four years, gentlemen. And this is a reality about relationships. This doesn't mean relationships are bad. We just tell you there's a lot of people in relationships right now. They're struggling. They're on the struggle train. And many of it is because people are already emotionally checked out, emotionally divorced, well before they even seek the divorce, specifically for women. I've been telling you for years, they will hand you the scissors for you to cut the relationship apart. What does that mean, CGA? That means she's checked out, but she needs a reason for her to escape so she comes out clean because women don't clip the relationship. They say, well, I cheated, but I got to find out if he's cheating. And then when I find out he's cheating, then I can say you're a cheater. And then she can skedaddle and she can come out smelling like roses. He was cheating on me. He did this and that. And he did this to the kids. And he was an asshole. And he worked too late and blah, blah, blah. She had already checked out. Now, let me play the clip again. And she has a bunch of other clips that we're going to go through. This isn't the only clip, but this is just one uh, person here. And she represents a toxic mindset that is very accepted in our in our society. Let's continue. How long did it take me to leave my husband? It took me about four years and I'm still getting the paperwork. It took me about four years to leave him, but it was probably something petty when I finally did leave him. When we all went to a concert and Miss Erica Baidu was on stage and she asked the people to stand up if they're in there with their lover. And this person, my husband sat down. That's why I knew I had to leave that ass. <laughs> Wait a minute. We was in lover's lane, baby. Like we was we was around all the couples. Everybody was coupled up. It was honestly a beautiful experience. Um, just seeing all the black, beautiful couples. So we was in the house of love when he didn't stand up. And that's when he lost me. 
He said, she said, that's when he lost me. <laughs> you think that's it, brothers? Oh, no, 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 no. There's more. There's more, man. We got her whole damn catalog out here. We got, she, this woman's greatest hits. We got it going on here. Now, um, many of you men right now that are married, um, if you're watching, and ladies, if you're married, this is what I'd want you to do. I want you, ladies that are watching, married ladies, I want you to look over at. And ask yourself, ladies, have you checked out of your relationship? Like, is it over, over? You know it's over. You, you know it. You know the bell is tolling. You know what it is. <laughs> you know for whom the bell tolls. You just there just riding out time. Ask yourself that. Well, if you're doing that, you're part of the problem. Men, look over at your wife and see if she's looking at, at you like. <laughs> Do you think your wife has checked out? Do you touch her and say, hey, baby, can I get a bit of loving and put that little thing in your oven? And she says, are you serious? I, I, I had a chili dog for lunch. OK, I'm a little bloated. Uh, if she's saying that, brothers, guess what? You're married, but it's over. Yes, it's over, gentlemen. You don't know it. Game over. Let's get in here. Let's get in here. So I went to her page. Because one of the videos that popped up, it says, end of our marriage, a trip to Mexico. Now, remember, she said the end of her marriage was at the Erica Badu concert. And then she checked out. But apparently, there's more. Wait, there's another part of this story? End of our marriage, a trip to Mexico, part one, two, three, and 304. <laughs> All right, let's see. I knew that it was. Let's go ahead and play it. Sorry for the music in the background. Fair use. It was over when I was in Mexico because told me not to fucking talk to him. He told me not to talk to him while I was on the trip with him. And I'm like, wow, like I'm really on this vacation with my husband in Mexico, the most beautiful place ever. And I can't talk to my husband. That means that there's no intimacy going on. That means ain't no touching, no hugging, no anything. This man put a pillow in between us. And at that point, I knew I deserved better. I knew that I gave him so many chances, more chances than what he needed, um, more chances that then when I, more chances that I had given anyone else. I knew that I had let him slide, even though the first week when we were talking, I should have cut him loose, but I kept him. The first week. I knew that. Okay, let's break all this down. First of all, she's in Tijuana talking about the most beautiful place ever. I got to give her an L. You probably haven't been to many places, but let's break this down. She said that he told her to not talk to him. I, he said, don't talk to me. Why? Listen, what we have to know is why did he say don't talk to me? It's not that simple. Men don't just kick in the door and start DDTing you and whipping you in the rope and giving you the big boot and hitting you with the rock bottom. Men, there's a reason why. Maybe you kept talking too much. I don't know. I just don't know. Men typically don't shut women down like that. So it is something that you probably instigated and look at listening to you for five minutes. I can see why he probably said, don't talk to me. Okay, but he put a pillow in between you. He was done. He checked out, but he probably knew you checked out. Remember, you checked out at the Erica Badu concert four years ago. Now you guys are in Mexico. She said, Mexico. 
the most beautiful place ever. I got to question a lot of things that you've been talking about here. Anyway, shout out to Mexico. They are some beautiful places there. Go see them. But let me see here. So she's actually just pushing, passing that buck. This is called passing the buck. Well, he wouldn't talk to me. He told me to shut up. Why? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Why? Did he just wake up one morning? Stop talking to me. Okay, and you probably didn't you probably didn't give him any sex while you were in Mexico, which is another thing we call a lost leader. Women will say um, and we played memes of women actually antagonizing men about this, uh, where they'll say when we get to Mexico, I'm going to do all of these things for you. And then when you get there, you got diarrhea, cramps, bloating. You're in a pissy mood. You argued in the airport. All of a sudden, you're not dropping that neck. Okay, it's barbecue. in there, And he's been there for three days and you ain't dropped that neck once. And you're mad that he won't buy knickknacks at the little store. You know what I mean? Like these things happen. And then women will antagonize you. We showed a wife saying, this is my husband on vacation after I promised him all that sex and he didn't get any yet. Okay. And she was laughing at him. So guys, they do these things to mess with you. And then when you respond, they hand you the scissors. When you respond, then they blame you, right? Then it's Jermaine's fault. So we don't know. (laughs) Let's get to the next thing. She has more, gentlemen. She has more. That's part one. Let's get to part two. And so I- Let's get to part two. Can you guys see this right here? Okay, I'm showing it. Let's get to part two in Mexico. I knew at that moment it was partially my fault that I was in this miserable relationship. And when I say miserable, I mean a relationship that that doesn't um, include in- intimacy and love, which is very important in a relationship. Um, just to have that affection and that close intimacy with a person. So when we was in Mexico, he told me not to touch him. I'm like, okay, cool. This man treated me like shit for five fucking days. He treated me like fucking shit. When I tell you he treated me like I wasn't worth anything, he treated me like shit, okay? Like I was going to the bars drinking by myself. He treated me like shit. And so I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. So on the sixth night of the vacation, you know, um, I was on my way back to the back to the hotel room by myself in Mexico. And so I. okay, that's part two. Sorry to leave you hanging, but that's how she edited it. So she's talking about a lot of things, a lot of things in previous in the previous clip. She also said, I knew he wasn't shit the first week I met him. And then he but I still went on. So. Obviously, you can tell this is what she's telling is her version of the truth. It is definitely a half truth. There's some things and details that she's she's leaving out. And this is called lying by omission. Right. For the public court of public opinion to do what? Treat her like the damsel in distress. This is why CGA teaches here. Here's what she's doing. She's now saying he didn't touch me. He told me don't talk to me. You didn't tell why you're by yourself. Lonely girl by yourself. Poor you five days. No intimacy. Also, this brings home the point that a lot of people are in relationships and a lot of single people are jealous of them, but there's no intimacy and love even in the relationships that remain. Not all of them, but some of them have a lack of intimacy. And I've been telling you this by the studies that come out about sexless marriage, about the love loss, the love goes. And people keep saying me, no, it's not true. The, the, the proof is in the pudding. You don't have to argue with me. I don't I know enough. You're not trying to sway my opinion. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. People are wanting to hear this. People are wanting to hear this. I see the numbers keep creeping up here in the first hour. So I got twenty five thousand people watching me. Twenty seven thousand total 
give me, and I got 800 likes. People want to hear this stuff. They're constantly coming in. They're checking in right now. The numbers are just rising right now, and they will rise like crazy if you hit the like button. Okay, give me, give me to 1,200. It's easy, man. Just like this. If you if you're enjoying this, just like the stream right now. I know this is a hard ask, and people don't want to do it. Just do me a favor right now. Take a couple of seconds and like the stream, because you're getting valuable information, and men need this information right here. Okay. Here's, here it is right now. Okay, here it is. Um, let's go to part three. Enough about that. We, we, we know what's going on. She said she set up a good thing here. Now, on my way. now she's going to talk about now what her course of action is. What did she do to help the situation or did she do something to harm the situation? Remember, she checked out four years ago and this is the end of the marriage. He tried to take her to Mexico and she didn't drop that neck. And she, remember, she's already checked out four years ago. This is according to her. What did she do? Did she add fuel to, to the fire? Or did she um, come out smelling like roses? Here we go. Back to the, to the hotel room. And long and behold, there was this fine, beautiful black man. <laughs> there was this fine and beautiful black man. I swear. I thought like God himself has sent me this guy. I'm like, oh my God, he's tall, fine, beautiful, beautiful teeth, smell good. Like I was like sitting in the back of him. I can just smell like the cologne, like just coming my way. Nice watch, nice shoes. I was like, you know what? I think this is a sign. <laughs> There's gotta be a sign, you know? This man was tall. He was about, you know what I mean, like four of my husbands put together. I'm like, there's got to be this a, a sign because God told me he was going to double it. But anyways, um, so I started talking to this guy and he had some nice conversation in, in the first, you know, couple of minutes on my way back. All right, guys, remember, you took your girl to Mexico, your wife, and the arguing started many times arguing starts because she instigates the arguing and sometimes she's already somewhat checked out so here you go the, um she set up the scenario to you know blame him so she can go out and find the tall wonderful black man who had a mouthpiece in the first couple of minutes and he was able to win her over he smelled good he was chiseled from rock all right he had good teeth he had good shoes and nike slides and I don't know, what did she say? An earring? She said a couple of other things. And she said, yes, I thought this was God presented as man. God sent it down. He was four of my husbands. <laughs> he was. Four. Listen to what is going on here. Four of my husbands. Four of my husbands. Wow. This is absolutely insane. And here you go. This is what we're talking about. Um, let's go ahead and break down this one because this one's the interesting one. This was the interesting one. Let's go ahead and play it. I'm going to pause. To the, to the hotel room and long and behold, there was this fine, beautiful black man. Lo and behold. No, could you possibly have planned it? Could you possibly have planned it? Could you have possibly seen this black man prior to you acting a monkey? All right. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to be asked there, but of course, we're going to live with serendipity. We're going to live by, by chance, this guy was there. Let's continue. <laughs> now that right there, 
We have to know what nonverbal communication is. She's laughing, thinking about and reflecting what this man could possibly do to her or what possibly did happen to her. We'll find out in part 304. So here we go. Wow. That right there. Guys, you and many times you will stay married to a wife after she's been inflicted like this. You see that laugh? Mm, that laugh tells a lot. There's a lot to be even picked out. Um, there's a lot to be even picked out from that laugh alone. Mm. There was this fine and beautiful black man, I swear. I thought like God himself has sent me this guy. I'm like, oh my God, he's tall, fine, beautiful, beautiful teeth, smell good. Like I was like sitting in the back of him, I can just smell like the cologne, like just coming my way. Nice watch, nice shoes. Watch. I was like, you know what? I think this is a sign. <laughs> <laughs> there's the black woman evil witch laugh again the hyena laugh that right there guys that the laugh alone tells you everything you need to know but the laugh alone that teaches you everything but not only that ladies gentlemen look at your wife right now ladies look at your husband right now Look at him and realize that, yes, your wife can tip out on you. Yes, she looks at other men and desires them. This is just human nature. Uh, we want to think that women would never do that. And my wife will never do that. Yes, she will, bro. And she looks at another guy just like you would look at a nice girl that came up and she was just like you like her. And your wife was standing there. You can lust after the woman. Yes, and you will. They lust after other men, even in marriages. And especially if she believes you giving her an excuse to lust, she will. Guys, four years and counting. This wasn't four years of marriage. Four years since the beginning of the end and counting. And that's where she's, <laughs> listen to how she then describes the love of her life, her husband. There's got to be a sign, you know. This man was tall. He was about, you know what I mean, like four of my husbands put together. I'm Jesus. Wow. All right. We're not done. She's got part 304 coming up. He was four of my husbands put together. God sent him. It was serendipity. It was just what it was meant to be. It just happened. I could not help it. I couldn't pass up the opportunity. Uh, what happened to you? What happened to you in the God sent man? See, everybody wants to talk about how she built like a BMW a badly made woman, but guess what? That don't matter to the God sent men. That don't matter to the top tier men. Uh, looks don't matter. They still want a piece of that center cut. And top tier men, as I've been saying, will bang low quality women all day long. Don't get to telling me that you only bang top tier women. That's not how it works. Men take men are opportuni opportunists. They will take whatever is presented to them many, many, many times until they get really disciplined. Let's continue. I'm smelling his cologne. It was some very good conversation. And so at that moment, I decided, you know what? Fuck this. You are overdue on fucking intimacy, love, and everything else. Fuck it. Because at this point, um, I was done with my husband. Didn't care what the fuck people thought about me. Didn't give zero fucks whatsoever. And so, you know what? I hung out with this tall, beautiful black men and I had the best time of my life and I swear like um, when I was with him it for me it just 
I felt like I freed myself. I felt like I was trapped somewhere. And I know that, you know, mentally you're trapped, but sometimes some good sex can bring you out of that shit and fucking wake you the fuck up. Like, wake the fuck up. And that was a moment where I woke the fuck up and I knew that I deserve love. I deserve affection. I deserve good intellectual conversation. I deserve a man that fucking smells good. No salt taste. I deserve it the fuck all. And that's when I cheated on my narcissistic husband. (laughs) Did she throw in the narcissistic husband? Did she throw in the fact that her husband was a narcissist? Oh, man, you can't make this shit up. So, dude, there's so much to break down in that clip. There's so much to break down in that clip. My gosh, boy, this is what y'all dealing with. (laughs) Oh, my. So let's get into this, man. My gosh. Okay. First and foremost, we seen the setup. We seen that she went on vacation. We We seen the setup, guys. All right. The setup is what it is. Uh, she checked out four years ago. She went on vacation in Mexico. He he cut her off. And let's go break it down. This is this is relationships. This is what you guys think you're missing in your life. Let's get let's go here. Look at this look. This is the defiant black woman look. When you see this look right here, this stone cold look, this right here, she knows face-wise, she knows she's wrong, but she's still gonna chicken buck. Okay, she's still going to chicken box because she knows she knows that everybody's going to either deal with the damsel in distress, blame Jermaine, court of public opinion, manipulate. She got everything on her side. The courts. She's like, I, I'm going to come out smelling like roses, whether you buy this shit or not. It don't matter. This is the defiant look of the Jezebel. Let's continue with it, man. I got to break this shit down for you, brothers. And sorry, the volume is so loud. Here we go. Wait. I'm smelling his cologne. It was some very good conversation. And so that moment. Mouthpiece. I decided, you know what? Fuck this. You- At that moment, no. You decided this a long time ago, but now she said you're overdue on intimacy. You are overdue on fucking intimacy, love. So, and love, and love. Wait a minute. I thought that's what relationships were. I thought you were guaranteed to get that. I thought it was a slam dunk, Hafiz. Apparently it isn't. Apparently that leaves it lingers on, like I said, like I say, not for all couples, but most, if not all, it happens, guys. Let's stop denying it. You guys have been through in and out of relationships until you found one, and many of you found one, and still half of y'all or better are in and out. So let's just be real. She was in a relationship and it lacked intimacy and love. And then you're talking about I want her soul. You're talking about if you pay for it, you don't get intimacy. And I've been saying you could be in a marriage and not get intimacy. Some of the most loneliest people are married people. And here it is right here. She's proving it once again. Let's continue. Love and everything else. Fuck it. Because at this point, um, I was done with my husband. I was done with him at this point. No, it was four years ago, but let's continue. Then Carrie, what the fuck people thought about me? So she knows she's wrong. When people say only God can judge me, I don't care what people thought about me. She knows she's about to do something in the wrong and she's going to blame the husband. Let's continue. Didn't give zero fucks whatsoever. Yeah. And so, you know what? I hung out with this tall, beautiful black man. All right. So she keeps acknowledging that he was tall. So this probably is an indicator that the husband was not tall. 
But let's continue. And I had the best time of my life. And I swear. I had the best time of my life. Meaning you were in a marriage. You got a wedding. You got kids. Potentially. You were in a long-term relationship. You were kept. You were you were taking the concerts in Mexico by your husband. But the best time of your life is by this stranger with a mouthpiece that banged you out and pushed your insides to your esophagus. The best time of your life was when you met the stranger in Mexico and he skied it down your throat. I mean, what are we doing, guys? You can have the whole strategy all you want. Let's continue. Like um, when I was with him, it for me, it just I felt like I freed myself. I felt like I was trapped somewhere. Now, this is the one that really chaps my hide. If anything chaps my hide is that statement right there. I felt like it freed me. I was trapped. I was enslaved. I was, ma'am, correct me if I'm wrong. You wanted the relationship. This is what really gets me going about women is that when they get the relationship, then down the line, they say, well, I lost myself in the relationship and I was trapped and I was enslaved and I wanted to be free. Didn't you want what? Wait, <laughs> Did, isn't that what you wanted? 3000 people in here watching us today. Isn't that what you wanted? You wanted the relationship only to then say you were trapped. Make it make sense. And only to give that all up to get banged out by the guy that made your ovaries backflip. Come on, man. We're setting up the future parts of this stream right here. Wait a minute. How did you feel trapped? And this is what you wanted. Ladies, y'all wanted a relationship. And then you feel trapped. Wow, man. And I know that, you know, mentally you're trapped, but sometimes some good sex can bring you out of that shit. And not by your husband. And fucking wake you the fuck up, like wake the fuck up. And that was a moment where I woke the fuck up and I knew that I deserve love. I deserve love. Isn't that what the relationship is for? But no, it's for the dude that's in Mexico. This is weird. <laughs> this is absolutely weird. And of course, the victim music, too. I deserve affection. I deserve good intellectual conversation. I deserve a man that fucking smells good. Okay, listen. <laughs> this is just... Oh, no. This is just circus. But y'all won't relate. See, look, relationships are just the beginning. I always tell you guys, look, this is... Listen to me, man. Listen to me. I always tell you, getting the woman is one thing. Keeping her is another thing, and it requires two separate skill sets. Even dating coaches and very guy, guy it's two separate skill sets. What attracts a woman and what keeps a woman are two different things. You have to be, there's a metamorphosis that you have to have as a man to be able to keep the woman because what got her is not going to keep her. Because sometimes what got her, then you got her, then you go through another metamorphosis just to keep her, and then you lose who you were when you got her. And then what happens? She leaves for the person who used the skill set to get her because that's what she wanted again. She wanted to feel that again. And it was such a short lived segment of the relationship. Now you're over here in relationship mode. And then she's like, oh, I forgot what it's like to be pursued. Oh, wow. There it is. And she got her. All right. And that, or sorry, he got her. So man, uh, let me see if I have uh, another part to this. No, I don't have another part. That's As I'm smelling his, well, she's smelling his cologne. <laughs> All right. Shout out to the cologne guys out here. And the cologne that I was thinking of the other day was Prada. That's a very great smelling cologne. Anyway, do me a favor. Hit the like button. We're going to get to the contributions to today's show. And then um, we're also going to check on in, on in on happily married couples. Check in on happily married couples. People want to know before we get into the 
um, the Matt Walsh thing and the Kaylee police officer, we need to talk about good married couples. And I'm going to give you a good slideshow of what good married couples are doing. I, I don't want to leave you out of the conversation. You know, it is your turn to actually learn for men to learn what good happy couples look like. And I'm here to do that and give balance and perspective to the day show. So never say, <laughs> all right, never say I've never done anything good for you. But as we do this, let's do this. I'm going to run a commercial or two. We're going to pay some bills. And then we're going to actually acknowledge the contributors to the day show. Hang tight after these words. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt, and women reportedly hold around two-thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us who did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? All right, we back in here. Hey, Big Buck over on the Cash App says, it's the Matrix, Coach. We in here. You know what it is. New, the new, 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 new world. Order. All right, well, we got uh, Khalid says, what's up, CGA? Shout out to Khalid Cooper. Good to see you again, brother. I think it's been a while. Let's check out PayPal and Venmo, then the Super Chats, and acknowledge the people who have contributed to today's show. By the way, you could do that. The links are on the screen right ahead of you right there. We got Eric. I don't know if I can say your government name says Eric S. He says for the content. Thank you for the support and support today's show. Without the support, the show cannot go on. Unfortunately, I wish. What do we got going on here? We'll call you Daylay says, Coach, it's a new thing on earth for men to even marry non-virgin girls. One of our out of our ancestors, our or forefathers would be laughing at us for giving 304s the attention of marriage guys stop marrying non-virgin girls it's embarrassing if you can't find a virgin then don't get married well uh listen a lot of people won't agree with you but i'll go ahead and say what we're doing in terms of relationships is absolutely catastrophic because we're basing things purely on an emotion okay and of course emotions change and of course then we say we shouldn't look at the past of both people and it's absolutely reprehensible god is angry at you and he's away on business. We got no government name. He says, took my trash out at noon on Sunday. And the lady across from the trash shoot room was saying bye to two guys from the previous night. She was already in the shower as they were holding the door open. They were shuffling and sniggling when they saw me round the corner. Oh, man. Oh, oh the humanity. 
So he's, he called a woman having a good night out with two men. Guys, it happens. It happens. Macaroni Tony, a free trip to Mexico. <laughs> Yet she feels she deserved more. He probably just was tired of hearing her talk all day long. Yes, indeed. <laughs> he says, since she really said that she felt it was a sign from God to cheat on your husband. Yeah, it's over. Um, many times because let's go back to the previous gentleman. We're trying to wife 304s. Guys, they told you a long time ago, you can't turn a 304 into a housewife. Let's just stay with the principles of the things that worked. This is the reality of it. You cannot. We got some people on the cash app. I'm uh, sorry, on the PayPal. I'm sorry, on the super chat. Masculine Brotherhood. Music is waves. Waves are vibrations. Minds and thoughts are frequencies. We are connected to your vibrations and that the body emits emits and receive from your surroundings, all right? Thoughts and ideas can be inserted into your subconscious by repetitive by, by repetition of vibration. In that case, you know what? All right, shout out to you. New, 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 new world This order. is true. Music is very powerful. Music is very powerful, yes, and it influences. DG Seymour, CGA coach, just asking for a friend. Aren't the banks and the crafters of the she economy the patriarchy? New, 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 new world order. Not according to the chicken box, not according to the normies. The future is female, all right? <laughs> uh, they don't think so. They actually walk hand in hand with these people, right? Oh, man. King Solomon, or is it King Salamanga in my late 20s, and I found your cohabitation video in 2019 because of you. I found fulfillment outside of XXs by focusing on my purpose. And I'm free from the programming of wanting to marry them. Thanks, man. Shout out to you and wish you success on your journey. As you evolve as a man, you will go through definitely a lot more cycles. We always want to know what the value is that we bring. And that's what I will tell you. Okay, read the book. I don't tell you to totally segregate yourself from women, but I tell you, you guys got to get value. Then you will know what you're bringing into the relationship. Most of the time, men are trying to pursue women. And this is from what I hear now, this is where I look at women. They're part of the conversation, and they're right. Men are trying to pursue women with no value, like none. And, like, you think you, you should be rewarded for doing something. I, 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 we have to figure out what that is. Well, I'm a man, and I exist, and I'm here, and I got a degree, and I got a job. And you think that's a reward system when it comes to women. Now, again, to get a woman to keep them are two different things. Many times to get her, it could be far less or far more than just that shit. Or I have a mouthpiece and I have this shit. And we're always trying to do where, let me say this. We're trying to become one dimensional. I want you to think about this. Most men are trying to pursue women being one dimensional. And you're trying to be not the other thing to try to prove that those are those other guys. I'm like this. I'm one dimensional normie. <laughs> with no value and the little bit of value that I have, I got to tell you about within the first 10 minutes of meeting you. The little thing that I have to offer, I'm going to leverage that shit like a damn poker chip. I'm going to put that shit out there. Uh, this is what I got. And after that, you got nothing else. And she knows it. And these women can smell it. This is why we get to this 80, 20 rule. Yes. It's a, what you would call a MGTOW talking point, red pill, whatever you want to call it. But the reason why is because men are being one-dimensional. And these women are bored. 
they, they don't know what to do with you ninjas. <laughs> they don't know what to do with you. So what do they do? They do what they do best. Lie on their back. Meow, 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 meow. What they really want to do is to submit under the full weight of your leverage. That's what they really want to do. But they can't say it because sometimes that, that even harms them. They can't say that. What they want to do is meow, 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 meow. What they want to be doing is getting pushed and shoved and dominated. That's what they really want to be doing. But that's the last thing they can say because we be out there calling them 304s. See, we need to have a really balanced conversation about this. A lot of these these sections of the manosphere, we're all right, but we're also being flat one dimensional. And we're not really bringing in all the added dimensions. <laughs> he says, I'm insulting cats. <laughs> That's what they really want to do. Ask a woman. They really want to be just succumbed. They want to be taken. They want to be undertaken. They want to be choked and throttled and put into it and not have to do anything. They want to be lazy. I just want to lay in bed while you do everything. Just come throttle me. Have you ever had a weekend like that? <laughs> Where the women were like, I'll just be here. Come throttle me. Take control. Let me feel. That's what they want. <laughs> here we go. From the right one. Oh, Lord. From the right one. Well, that's what I was talking about. From the right one. Not by all men. They want to be undertaken. But, but again, that doesn't mean you're going to keep the woman. Don't get me wrong. You're not going to keep her just going back to that. At some, at some particular point, she's going to say the grass is greener somewhere else. This is nature. This is not intellectual game. This is not an intellectual game. We're trying to make this intellectual and trying to discuss it and pathways and statistics. This shit is about nature. Men dominate. Women submit. You don't ask them to submit. Will you submit? Can I touch you? Can I kiss your shoulder? Can I kiss your earlobe? Do you like this? Do you like that? My thing is just do it to them. If they don't like it, they'll get the skedaddle and they'll let you know. I don't like that when you suck my toes. But most women don't stop you. They'll say, this is interesting. <laughs> Again, though, it's, this is just part of nature. It's part of nature. Anyway, AV Network guy, and we're going to get to happily married. Somebody said that's like a second job. Yes. Women will steal your time and your attention. Again, man, I'm telling you. Um, when you're dealing with age dynamics with women, what you will find out is when you start dating younger women, they want you to be there and going rounds on them and doing this and doing that and texting them. I ain't got no time for that shit. I'm not going to be throttling, you know, seven rounds a day. Not I. I ain't got no time for that shit. I got to go make, I got to go flip a coin somewhere. I got to go kick a rock and find them some damn gold. I ain't got no time to be giving you rounds and rounds and rounds, but that's called money, energy, attention, and time. Um, the succubus, their behavior is of the succubus. They are energy suckers. They are time thieves. They are transactionally money takers. Even when you're not putting money in their hand, they're taking money from you. It's costing you. Just to be with them, it costs you money because you're not flipping coins while you're with her. Time, you just just killing time. They're succubuses by nature. Succubi by nature. <laughs> but that's just how they want. That's just how they program. Anyway. It is what it is. All right, shout out to AV Network guy. And oh, sorry. 
the reason why they do that is typically they're hardwired not to produce. They're consumers. If you want to understand why a woman could say, I just want you at your time. I just want your time. I just want you to pay attention to me. I just want you to spend money on me. I just want you to expend energy. I just want you to be around. I just want to smell you. I just want to cuddle. The reason why is they don't produce very much. I don't care about your little corporate job. They don't produce or not require to produce. Men are required to produce. So we have a problem with just being a person to give them time, energy, money, and energy, and time, attention. The problem is we have to produce on the end. So over time, the more time and energy that we give them, the less we have to be producers. And at some particular point, she liked you for the time and energy you gave her. But then she's going to say, how come you ain't producing nothing? Mm. Well, because I'm sitting up under you trying to make you happy. And then she says, oh, what? She says this. Wait, she says, wait, I've got the wrong things. I got the wrong things here. <laughs> Eventually, she'll say, it's a double-edged sword. You guys got to remember, this is all hundreds of thousands of years programming. You work too much. You're never here. You're always here. You don't work enough. You were making money. We were good, but you lost your job. Now I'm out. It's So anyway, so if you want to deal with women, that's what you have to deal with. I don't care what type of mouthpiece or some shit that you have. That's what you have to deal with. If you don't want to deal with that, choose another direction, please. But don't change them. Don't think that there's a happy medium somewhere. If there is, that's called the unicorn. You, she's the unicorn where you can just meet her in the middle and she's completely happy. What I'm going to tell you is 99.9% .9 of women are not going to be happy either way. I'm not happy. At some point, <laughs> you can't win. At some point, you're going to run out of whatever that shit was. And she's going to be like, oh, I'm just going to go find a different option. I have options. <laughs> All right. It ain't your job. If they want to skedaddle, say, hey, it is what it is. Sayonara. I got leverage. I'll find another one in 10 seconds. AV Network guy, shout out to you. I'm going to finally get to you. Coach, can we super chat to skip Belly Deli? How much? Asking for a friend. No, I think we're good. Shout out to Jeriki. For the co-sponsorship today. All right. Appreciate you, Mr. Alberts. And he says, I don't know what that is. Is that the wizard or kosher damas that you have there? Mr. Albert says dating divorced women is worse than dating single mothers. Don't do it, fellas. I've been warning you about divorced women. I think they're I, I leave them alone other than using them as recreational material, which is fine. All right. Pete Rose, kosher damas strikes again. I found out last night a high school sweetheart is now single she got cuffed in her early 20s house car kids picture perfect life wasn't enough yes indeed i'm not happy welcome to the dark side <laughs> it happens it happens guys uh that guy worked his ass off and he got left <laughs> wow wow barry g says i love how coach busts out laughing when she said narcissist husband so did I. A child could tell she left out lots of details. It is all Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. A it's Jermaine's if there's fault. one word we would love to get rid of, it's narcissist. All right, people are using that to, to the woman's narcissist, and he's a narcissist. The person using the word is most likely the narcissist. It's kind of like projection. Big game E, last one I'm going to get on, says, Coach, thanks for bringing us up to speed, breaking down the community lingo. The guy was four times the size of her husband. Shout out to the coach gang. Ninja stay single men catch and release only. And ladies, I know you're here. 
You're like, what's going on out here? I don't tell men to stay away from women. I tell them that there's seven levels of mate qualification. And men need to go and put them in the proper context. Part of the problem that men do is you're trying to put one person into another context. The seven levels of mate qualification. I've done an entire stream on this one. And this is nothing new. Level one is does not qualify. Yes, there are women that don't qualify for Joe Johnson. Yo, as as the uh, the baby said, this rich ninja salami, right? This rich ninja salami, you can't just hop on. Does not qualify. You can't fit in the line 11. Number two, service provider. There are women that are proudly to be service providers. Yes, attractive women and all of that. If they want to be service providers, you choose to pony up or not. Uh, there are women that are for practice, for practice purposes only. You're in a practice. There are women that are in the concubine or harem category. And what men need to understand is concubines and harems are supported women. They're not 304s. 304s would be a service provider. Actually, that's not a 304. Uh, 304, or it could be a service provider or somebody giving away for free. Concubines are supported. Concubines are given houses and cars and security and protection and fed. Why? Because they represent the man. So stop calling 304 streetwalkers concubines. They're not. A concubine is a supported woman and that, uh, that you pay for. Now, people will confuse that and say, well, don't you pay for service providers? Yes, but this uh, concubine is supported. Sometimes you can have that concubine have your children in the absence of your main woman having the children or simultaneously. Concubines are not prostitutes. Concubines are supported women. Harems are supported women. Okay, so these are women that actually are on the payroll some in some form or fashion, directly or indirectly. Some women are, love to be concubine material, a.k.a. the side chick. Okay, some women want to be regulars. They just want to be out here friends with benefits. Regular regulars. They always going to be a regular, even when they get in a relationship, in and out of relationships. They're going to be your regular. Pretenders, women that want to think they're wives and they ain't even wife material, meaning they came from one of these spectrums and then they landed on wife at the end of the Hail Mary. And that's you. And then the last one is the contenders, women that are wifely material. Wifely material. This is the seven levels of mate qualification from the male perspective. Ladies, come up with your own shit. Anyway, this is what we teach men. Let's check in on the happily married couples. We got to give them some just do. I know we come down hard. Pause, ladies. Don't get excited. We come down hard on married couples. But I want to take you through what happily married couples are doing. Yes, you guys want to know, right? Don't you want to know what happily married couples are doing? Okay, first of all, let's go ahead and uh, pull up a couple of pictures here. And shout out to you guys here. We don't want to leave you out of the conversation. We know you're at the house bored to death. Your feet are getting put to sleep doing normie shit, trying to front like you're happy. But let's take you through a couple of things. First, picture number one here. Picture number one of a happily married couple. Oh, look at this couple right here. Let's go ahead and give them a round of applause. Look at this couple right here. Well, this is just half the couple. But take a look at what you can have. You can have a nice little Mac mansion in the suburbs, have your pregnant wife, you know what I mean, gaining weight over time, and the house is just in disarray. Oh, the landscaping looks fine outside, but when you come inside, there's nothing but love. You have a legacy you passed on and all of that stuff. And there's McDonald's everywhere. And it's just a catastrophe. It's just a catastrophe. And this is what you have. You know what I mean? Look at the dining room table. Look like laundry's there. There's a treadmill in the corner. I mean, this is just absolute mess. You got the doggy gate up. I mean, come on. Shout out to the yeah, shout out to the normies out here with the happy marriages and the happy relationships. You know what I mean? 
You got to love them, man. And listen, they're not over here watching me. They in Normieville. You know, they're in Normieville. All right, let's give you the next picture right here of the happily married couple. Um, Let me see here. And shout out to you brothers and sisters that are happily married. Oh, here we go right here. Here's another happily married couple right here. Um, She's searching out life. She, you know what I mean? He wants to, he wants to not play the ring game. She smells like a bag of onions, but she's just addicted to that phone. And he wants a little bit of loving. He wants her to touch his peen. Okay. And she won't do it because she's out there wondering about the fantasy man that she can meet in Mexico. Shout out to her. Look at this happily married couple. They, they're just enjoying each other. They're just enjoying each other. And shout out to you guys. Shout out to you normies here. Chicken box. You know what I mean? You know, it's, it is what it is. You know, you can have all this. You can have whatever you like. You can have whatever you like. I got a couple more happily married couples that I want to point out here. Uh, shout out to them. Let me see here. I lost my screen. Um. Oh, here we go. Oh, what about this, this happily married couple here? Boy, you cannot beat this one right here. This is the ones you see in public. This one right here. Th look at this couple right here. Oh, my. Are they wine tasting? They went wine tasting this weekend. What a fantastic couple. This is before the marriage or right in the early first years of the marriage. Oh, my gosh. Wine tasting. What a normie event. There's nothing more normie than going wine tasting. Boy, I'll tell you. She was out here previously in these streets. In these streets. He got her off the streets. She got a bigger body count than his. She's like, let me go on and get into the contender category. I'm going to just go be, act like a wife. Let's go do something exciting this weekend. Let's drive to Temecula and go wine tasting. You know what I mean? Like wine. <laughs> she got him such a good man. Oh, you're such a good man. He got his collar shirt and his docker jeans, you know, his dockers mm -hmm. on. He got his cool little corporate haircut. He's done it right. He got his little job. He makes $45,000 a year, maybe eighty. He makes $80,000 a year. He an educated lame. He might have been a Tyrone back in the day. All right. But look at her. She said, oh, we make a perfect little power couple. Look at her. And she's been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. And he used to be a reformed Mac. He's out here. He went to Bible study. He didn't accept the Lord as his personal Lord and Savior. He he can't help it, man. Boy, he didn't win and normied up. He didn't win and normied up. But let's go do something fun this weekend. Let's go wine tasting. Mm. And then we'll come home. We'll come home and then we'll just not have sex tonight. All right. Not have sex. Black love. All right. Chicken Bach. All right. Here we go. We got two more happily married couple. Oh, this one right here. Not the couple that watches the, um, hey, uh, there's a show on Netflix. We're going to watch eight seasons of those shows instead of having sex. All right. This is the happily married couple right there. Look at this happily married couple. Let's give them a round of applause. Look at this. You know, when she was at Arizona State, she dropped neck so much on the damn linebackers, the defensive backs, the quarterbacks, the running backs. She didn't have her fun. Now she's ready to settle down. What happened? Where did all the men Let's go? watch season eight of whatever popular TV series this on there. Watch season eight. Did you watch season seven? Oh, I'm on season eight. You watch season seven without me? Oh, my God. I'm not happy. It's okay, honey. We can work it out in therapy. Oh, this is good. We'll just go to marriage counseling here. All right. How about we go and have some sexual relationships? How about we have intercourse? Oh, yes, I can do it. Oh, honey, you're doing so good. Oh, you're making me feel so good. 
Oh, you did so good after he roared, roared. He had to think of five other women even to get that roar off. And now she's like patting him on the head. You did so good. Thank you very much. All right. She's back watching Netflix, eating a pint of ice cream. Yeah, Grey's Anatomy. Shout out to the married couples. Shout out to you guys in the building. We appreciate y'all for watching the day show. Last married couple checking in on them. And uh, listen, you know, we don't talk down about you people. There's happiness somewhere. There's happiness somewhere. And uh, if you guys want this, oh, this married couple right here. Um, She woke up this morning on the wrong side of the bed, married couple. Yeah, this one. This one. And he doesn't know what happens. And she said, you should know. If you don't know what you did, I, and I have to tell you, then we probably shouldn't be married. Okay. She's thinking about all the stuff she used to do at Southern University in Baton Rouge. How she used to get stomped on the yard. He's thinking about all the times he, he married this woman, the cheerleader at Southern. And he thought he got the one. And she's like, I oh, know you did that. I can't believe you did that. What did I do, honey? Honey, what did I do? Well, you know what you did. Well, what the hell's going on? She's just trying to get out the girls' nights out to get them cheeks clapped. Shout out to these married couples out here. And I always want to shed light on them. That might be something that I do from time to time. Just to let you guys know, I look out for you guys as well. I know you're out there. I know you mostly time you're going to come in here. Not my girl, you know. Mm. You know, you pay the bills. <laughs> this is what you're looking for. You know, you're looking for this and it's there for you. I'm telling you both sides. This is the most balanced perspective show in this community. This is the best edutainment on YouTube. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. in here. All right. Let's get into this one right here. All right. We're about to get into the Matt Walsh part of the show. And uh, first, there's a little bit of a setup. Matt Walsh, I hope you're watching. I know I didn't tag you, but you, I know you saw that thumbnail. You're in here watching what's going on. Uh, story number four. Let's get into uh, this. Let's see here. There's so many tabs open. It's reprehensible. Let me close tabs. Before. All right. Let me close tabs before my damn show get turned. Let me see here. Okay. I found it. It says man, man's wife leaves him after one year of marriage. Okay. These are people that are pushing marriage here. This is Safis's time frame right here. This doesn't happen to all men, but sometimes it does. And he says, this is from the moneyest. It's still painful. My wife of just one year left me, took all of her belongings, and won't answer her phone. How do I protect my finances? Mm. Now you want to protect your finances. Now you want to ask about a prenup. Now you want to ask about a postnup. Now you want to know how to not get scolded. Well, I'm scalded. Well, I'm sorry, sir. Sorry. That's not how it works. Let's get to the story here. Dear Quentin, I think that's the moneyest. I've been married for about a year. I bought my home before we were married. Two weeks ago, I came home to an empty house. I'm not happy. <laughs> and he said, my wife left me and took her belongings, all of them. It's still painful, and I feel as if I'm grieving. Yes, you are. Guys, this is a traumatic experience, and it shouldn't be taken lightly. This is trauma. This is trauma. Now, I don't know what you did to her. Obviously, you did something to hers for her to skedaddle. It's your fault. This is what I'm saying. It's your fault. She hasn't said anything and won't answer her phone. What should I do? How do I protect myself? Shout out to the husband in Texas. Well, first of all, let me tell you what she's doing right now. You want to know what she's doing? She getting clapped down viciously right now. Right now. 
Yes, your wife, the woman you married, is getting papped out and tapped out. She then found her euphoria. So I don't know if you wanted to know that, but that's what's happening. But here's the advice. I'm sorry this happened to you and for the way it happened. It is a shock to the system. It is trauma. And I'm not surprised that you feel that you are grieving. Contact mutual friends and families to make sure she is okay. And to ensure that there was no foul play. <laughs> or th that's actually a good advice right there. Or that she has, uh, that she's having some sort of mental health crisis. Well, isn't everybody at this point? You don't say anything. Wait, you don't say anything about your marriage or what may have led to her departure. I did that too. Fight or flight syndrome is a primal response for how some people deal with stress and or other dangers. In the meantime, contact the divorce attorney. Your attorney will likely advise you to file for a form, a formal separation agreement. And depending on what happens with your wife, file for divorce. Rules vary by states but your lawyer may ask you to consider withdrawing half of your money from your joint account, cancel jointly held credit cards, change your will and your power of attorney and any accounts of which your estranged wife is listed as a beneficiary. Okay. He has a lot more advice here talking about community property states, particularly in Texas, dividing assets. What could be at stake now that most men want to figure out after the game, right? Well, how do I do this now that my marriage is over? How can I protect my finances? It's over. <laughs> right? It's over a lot of time now. It was a short-term marriage, so he might not be, and Texas doesn't have spousal support like that, but they are a community property state, which means, but he did buy his house prior, so there's a lot that goes on. Every divorce is different, so you can't just say he's going to lose half of his assets. No, nah, not on a short-term marriage like that. She left prior to there being any kids. That means there's no child support. So he might come out smelling like roses, but he does need to protect himself. But the big key is, why don't you protect yourself going in? Mm. Why don't you use the same mindset going into it? No, you won't because no, she loves me. Not my girl, coach. Our love is like no other love. You don't understand. Remember, what you did to get her and what you're did to what you going to need to do to keep her are two different things. They're not one and the same. It's two different skill sets. And you can't do the same thing that you did to keep her, to get her and think that you're going to keep her doing the same thing. It's just not true. So let's go to Matt Walsh. Fair use, Matt Walsh. I think I didn't prime this up, though. Did I prime it up? This is Matt Walsh. Shout out to him. Again, uh, not everybody you agree with. And uh, I agree with him on some things, but uh, this one is not it. Let me see if I primed it up. Who has ingested the poison. Oh, he's talking about the poison. Uh, sometimes I find it odd. <laughs> Conservative people uh, are against movements and philosophies like the manosphere, red pill. I've been warning you of that a long time about red pill and man, uh, mainstream. As much as you think people are anti-system, anti-progressive thoughts, anti-liberalism, they're for traditional values, they'll still attack red pill guys. <laughs> they'll still attack you. They'll still come in here and act like you're crazy. And they're supposedly the revolutionaries. They're supposedly the people on the fringe. They're supposedly counterculture. They're supposedly, they're supposedly counter the NWO. New, 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 new world but they'll hear your stuff and they'll be like, you guys are reprehensible. They'll be like, this is no way. Now, let me see if I can prime this up. I don't think this is the spot I wanted, but let's see here. Let's go back. We'll just start it from here. 
It is certainly not the strong or masculine response to run away and abandon your post. To stop fighting because the fight is too difficult. I mean, that approach is many things, but it certainly isn't manly. Okay, um, I'm going to refrain from dissing him, but but what I first have to do is invoke my fair use privileges here on YouTube. And Matt Walsh, I, I know you're probably going to want to do what you do here, but I'm going to have to do this here. Fair use. Hey, social copyrighted material may under circumstances be quoted verbatim for purposes such as criticism, news reporting, teaching, and research without the need for permit or without the need for permission from or payment to the copyright holder. Uh, YouTubers should know this. But of course, they still be coming after me, right? So he's using the philosophy of don't give up. We've heard many even dating coaches say, you guys are giving up. Giving up. You guys are giving up on dating and you're the losers. Um, you're going to be the losers in the end. Uh, you're just the reverse of feminism, right? We've heard these things for years. This is nothing new. What he's saying today is nothing new unless you're a new to the, to the space. Unless you're new to the space in the last two years, this is going to sound new. Believe me, I've been listening to this stuff since 2015 and 14. This has been the same shit. And he basically just pulled it back out. This is the same thing as the therapist that said men are going to be lonely in the end. When the article said that it was women that were going to be, quote unquote, lonely. If men are going to be lonely, there's far more women than there are men. What are they going to be? Crickets. So now he's going, he even acknowledged Red Pill, Andrew Tate, MGTOW. So he knows Trust me, he knows about this space. If you're on YouTube, you know about all three of these spaces. You know about it. You can't hide from it. It's going to pop up on your algorithm. It's that big of a philosophy. So now he's going to the, you're abandoning ship. Fight the system by getting married. This is Hafiz's talking point. You know what? Marriage is bad. I realize that. I see people in the comment section. This is what he's saying. I see people in the comment section. Marriage is bad. However, don't abandon your post. Don't give up. Fight the system by getting married. They don't want you to get married. Get married. What the fuck? Mm. All right, let's continue with this, man. This is absolutely bizarre, but let's go ahead. And uh, sometimes he misses. Sometimes we all miss, Matt. And where do you go instead? I mean, what is the next move? To give up on the family is to give up on human civilization. Uh, Seeing as how there cannot be a human civilization without the family. So uh, what's plan B after you've given up on civilization? Where? What's next? Fair use. So again, this is the ignorance of, I don't know, what's your plan after that? What's the solution? What do we do then? Now, why is it the man's concern? Of course, I know why it's the man's concern because we are the doers of the world, right? We actually have the influence. Like again, we're the producers. So we're the ones going to be affected. And many men that go their own way or go the red pill or go Andrew Tate or CGA or Kevin Samuels, we know that we're making a great sacrifice. It is us that's making a sacrifice for humanity against what's negative in the world. So he's like, just stay the course, just keep doubling down, keep pushing the envelope. But like the previous story, my, my wife left me after a year, abandoned me. The problem with people who say this is that they have no solutions for the system. How do you counteract no-fault divorce? How do you counteract women leveraging years of marriage, checking out in four years, and leaving me? What do you do with the divorce statistics? What do you do with the 70% filing, 80% filing? What do you do with child support going rampant? What do you do with child support being used um, as a penalty, a, a penalty like alimony? What, what do you do? Are we going to change that? No, we're not going to do any of that. We're not, nope, we're not going to change that. Just double down. 
double down. <laughs> Just keep throwing caution to the wind. Just keep, because you'll half of you will find the one. Let's continue, bro. Let's continue with this. Man up, man up. You're also giving up on yourself, on your own legacy, your own bloodline. You're, you did he go for the legacy? <laughs> he went legacy on you. He went legacy on you, despite the fact that only 17.5% of households are married people with children. The rest of them, co-parents, single mothers, single fathers, absentee mothers and fathers, deadbeats, deadbeat mothers, uh, um, um, get, uh, reading rainbow, trans, trans with kids, people with uh, eggs, frozen eggs, can't find a man. I mean, we got the we got the polar opposite of what's available in terms of legacy. He went legacy on y'all. <laughs> okay, come here. Here we go here. He went chicken bark. <laughs> now, just so you guys know, most of the world is going to agree with Matt Walsh on this point. Let's continue. You are descended from a long line of men stretching back thousands of years who formed families and raised children, often under circumstances far more dire than what we face. So it ain't that bad. It was worse back in the day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we had to face barbarians, but we didn't have family court. We didn't have no-fault divorce. We didn't have the things that are affected by men who want to be legacy ninjas and then they get their wings clipped at a greater percentage than the ones that survive. Let's continue. And you're giving up on them too. You're, you're, you, you are surrendering your future and your past. You're giving up on everything. And what is your consolation prize? Finding financial success? I mean, the unfortunate irony is that many of the people that Many of the men who uh, give up on these things in, in favor of, well, I'll just focus on myself and try to be financially successful. Many of them are never even going to be financial su financially successful. So they end up with just nothing. All right. So he used the idea that, hey, y'all ain't going to have no money anyway. <laughs> right. So you think you're going to be rich and you're not. All right. But I also think I'm going to be married and I'm not. Mm. All right. So he went on that tangent right there and, and he referenced Andrew Tate previously. Uh, about his Bugattis and all of that stuff. So this is his counterpoint to the Andrew Tate culture. Oh, you're going to find financial success. So therefore, right now, uh, you ain't going to be successful anyway. <laughs> yeah. mm. What's the what's the likelihood that I'll be, be successful versus the likelihood that I'll have a successful marriage? It's probably about the same on par, if not, one's worse than the other. I don't know. Let's continue. They end up broke and alone with nothing. Oh, damn, boy. He hitting y'all with the chicken box. How are you going to be broke alone anyway? Well, what are the women going to be? In po polygynous relationships? What are they going to be? You're going to be lonely. Let's get let's get, let's go with this one. He he in his bag right now. Let's continue. He's going full hafiz. But even if you find it, the financial success. Oh, okay. I want to hear this. So what? I mean, who cares about money if you have nothing meaningful to spend it on? Oh, man. OK. Oh, this, and by the way, I have to pause like this for fair use purposes and criticism and teaching. Oh, so even if you get money, we ain't going to be happy. Hold up for a second. I got money. So even if we get the riches, if we don't have nobody to spend it on, we don't fulfill our biological imperative. So once we get the money, best thing to do is find a 304, make her a housewife so she can steal half of the money. 
potentially, or take a leftover woman. What are we, what are we doing here? Okay, let's continue. <laughs> this dude going full Hafiz mode. Maybe Hafiz and him been hanging out. Here we go. I have money. I, I don't have Andrew Tate's money, but I have money. And nearly all the joy and happiness I derive from having money is that it allows me to provide for my family. Okay, well, provider mode. Listen, I don't mind provider mode. I'm not one that says women should be provided for. However, there should be a trade-off. She should be providing me back with something equal and opposite. I'm not going to negotiate what she offers back. If she wants to negotiate, she cannot get my pimp in. You only give me 10% of you. I'm only going to give you 10% of me. You're only going to give me 50% of you. I'm only going to give you 50% of me. I'm not going to give you 100% and you negotiate for the 50% you're going to give me. But he doesn't understand that. Let's continue. That's pretty much it. That's the entire thing. That's why I, I like having the money. Is that I find great pleasure in being able to care for a wife and six kids. Six kids. Okay, gosh. All right, so that's a legacy. Listen, I don't mind that. That's what men are here for. That's never going to change. They're either going to provide directly or indirectly or through taxation. Let's continue. Proud of that fact. If I didn't have them, the money would mean very little to me. I mean, I oh, man, I don't know about that. I will have to give you an L. If they if you didn't have them, what would the money mean? Oh, my Lord, have mercy. I got money. Talk about not having a purpose in life. You got to have another purpose than this. Let's continue. I could buy nice things and drive a fancy car and live in my nice house alone. Yeah, who are you going to share it with? Who are you going to have it? You have money, but nobody to share it with. Yeah, I got nobody to divide it as resources. It's either. Let's continue. But for what? Now, does that mean that if you start a family that you're guaranteed to live a joyful and fulfilled life? Well, of course not. Ah, It's a risk. Oh, it's a risk. And yes, the risks are in some ways much greater in modern times. We have all been poisoned by this demonic culture to one extent or another we are all poisoned okay okay if you marry someone you are marrying someone who has been poisoned who has what? ingested the poison okay uh, wait a minute <laughs> so essentially you're saying you're marrying a feminist which i've been saying since 2018 so you're marrying a feminist somebody this is why the passport bros said this is why the passport bros is like okay well, we ain't going to do that. We're going over there. Now you're saying it, we got no choice but to marry a feminist and take the risk? I get what you're saying, but this is just normally speak to a lot of men. They're not putting up with this. And the comment section went in on your ass on this one. Sometimes as a YouTube content creator, you will make a video and your own comment section will go and roast your ass. And he got roasted in ratio. He also had a lot of support. But you're saying marry the poison? This is your solution? This is your solution. Marry the poison. <laughs> Who has, uh, you know, had taken a drink from the well of modern culture. Everybody has, as have you. And yes, if things go sideways, if you're a man, you marry a woman and, and your wife turns out to be a disloyal vulture. Whoa. Okay. Or if you turn out to be a disloyal vulture. Okay. He had, oh, boy, you had to do that. Why do men go in on women and then have to do this? Oh, let's go on and just, oh, you too. You too, Jermaine. No, just going in on women. We don't have to pat it, pat it extra, and then go in on the men after you say some shit. Let's continue. Or you both do. Um, the deck will be stacked against you in court. No, no, There's no question about that. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. <laughs> what are we doing? 
wait, wait, Matt, you had the solution, and then you ended up with no solution other than to just man up. Then you said, marry the poison, and then the deck will be stacked against you. You answering your own damn question. <laughs> hey, Matt. Wait a minute. Who are you? What are we doing? Oh, yeah, risk your risks. Just try it. Just give it a try. Just drink the drink the Kool-Aid. Drink the Kool-Aid. Wowzers. Let's continue with this. Hold on. We got some more. He got some more to say. I think he got caught shuffling. He was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell him this shit. And he hit record. And then he found out midway through his speech. He found out midway through his speech. He was like, damn, none of this shit makes sense. But I'm recording. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. This is what happens. I warn you, content creators of this. Not planning out your shows. And you end up looking stupid where you get caught in between and you just a rambling. I know I don't, I, I, you might think I ramble, but I plan most of this shit out. Now, listen, this dude got caught in between the record button. <laughs> no, you're supposed to make it sound good, Sean. Hey, Matt, you're supposed to make this shit sound good. Now you out there telling us to drink the poison. You sound like you Jim Jones at this point. Divorce may ruin your life. Don't, bruh, what are we doing? Do you hear this shit? Hey, ladies, where's my ladies at? Ladies of the coach gang, put a foot in the picture. <laughs> hey, put a foot in the picture. Lady of the coach gang, ladies of the coach gang, put a foot in the picture, please, to acknowledge the fact that you're in here. This dude said, <laughs> double down, just do it. And then he said, divorce may ruin your life. I can't. Oh, they trying to get my stream now. They trying to get my stream. They trying to get my stream. Now, all of a sudden, my internet ain't working right. Now, my internet ain't working right. Yep, they trying to get me. You guys are watching this. They trying to get me. New, 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 new world order. Matt, you got to do better than this, man. Thank you for Love's Always Wins. I'm going to have to, you know, Love Always Wins going to definitely have to come on out. Oh, it may ruin your life. <laughs> this is who people listen to for marriage advice. Yo, man, I cannot stick. What are we doing? Do we not want men to win out here? Let's continue. And, you know, if you give your heart to someone, if you bind yourself to them, not only through the marriage vow, but then also through children you conceive together, then you will have, they will have all they need to rip your guts out and burn your life to the ground. That Man, sign me up. Dude, this sounds like a deal of a lifetime, bro. Sign me up for this shit. Where's Dr. John Deloney when you need him? Dr. John Deloney's embarrassed listening to this shit. <laughs> okay, guys, 
do you are y'all taking this deal? Listen, we can sound a little bit okay. I, I'm gonna help the other side. We can sound a little bit bitter and hurt and who hurt us. Okay, I get it. I get it. But this is the other side of the argument from the man side, bro. Wow. This is the worst sales pitch in history. They said, what? What are we doing in society? This is what you're setting men up. There's more. I guess there's more. Let's continue. That is absolutely true. That's the risk. Okay. But it's a risk worth taking. <laughs> oh, my Lord, man. What? Who paid for this shit? New, 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 new world order. Yeah, this cannot be real. There's, there's no way this is real. This shit gotta be a skit. Where's, the, where's the, it's the skit people at? Where are the it's a skit people at? I don't even have to go through this full video. I'm gonna play just a little bit more. Every great joy can become a great tragedy if you aren't careful. Or if you have very bad luck. Oh, my God. If you're not careful or if you just have bad luck, you know, you just pick the wrong one. Yep, yeah, yeah, you can get completely destroyed. And your kids take it. For, he acknowledged the risk. If you just have bad luck, you know, your life is destroyed. What in the world are we doing out here? What are we doing? The dark side is Liddy, man. Just roll the dice. This is what I tell you guys. Coach, what's the answer? What's the solution? When I tell you roll the dice, this is it. This is the uh, this is the solution. This is the opposing side's solution. Wow. That's true. So is the answer then to forego all joy? Joy? To say forget about joy because it might not work out? To embrace a life of loneliness and misery because you're worried that if you aim higher, you'll end up lonely and miserable. You're, you're worried that in the end, you'll end up in this state. So instead you say, well, I might as well just live in this state to begin with. Doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Why, why is he saying the other side's lonely and miserable? Many people are married and lonely and miserable. We, we know this. Let's get going. Wow. So you take the risk. And you mitigate the risk at the same time by being smart about who you marry and by grounding your marriage and, and your family in faith and mutual devotion. I get that. And by working hard every day to hold up your own end of the bargain. Oh, you got to keep working. Remember that? Oh, you got to keep jumping through hoops and hurdles. Remember, the same thing that you got to get her is a different skill set to keep her. Now you got to keep the shit going or the bait and switch is coming. He acknowledged that. You got to keep working. Keep working at it, which which is understood. Understood. Let's continue. Here we go. Because yeah, there are some men out there who do everything right, and they're, they're and 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 you know they're great men, and they're devoted to their families, and they're intensely loyal, and all of that, and their families fall apart anyway because they accidentally married a soulless, disloyal scumbag. I mean, I'm not happy. <laughs> I am not sure. I'm not sure what side of the argument you're on. <laughs> Hold on for a second. So you can do everything right. Oh, goodness. And by working hard every day to hold up your own end of the bargain. Because, yeah, there are some men out there who do everything right. And they're and, 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 you know, they're great men and they're devoted to their families. 
and they're intensely loyal and all of that, and their families fall apart anyway because they accidentally married a soulless, disloyal scumbag. I mean, now here's what happens to those men. They get put on child support. Those men get their kids taken from them. Them kids, they, they get their kids parental alienated. They get their half of their whatever thing they work for taken from them. Oh, yeah, that could happen. You know, it just happens. That does happen. And sometimes it happens in the reverse. But that's not, that's not the majority of cases. It is the majority of cases. <laughs> Wait, he didn't think this through. It is exactly the majority of cases. Statistically, I don't, and listen, people keep mad now. Now their argument is we keep using statistics. Now they're arguing that we're using statistics. It is the majority of cases. What are we talking about? Mm. What is the go What are we doing, man? Most of the time it takes two to tango. Two to get married, two to ruin the marriage. Which means that marriage is not a mere roll of the dice. It is a roll of the dice. There's quite a lot you can do to secure your good fortune. Okay, what? That's why I never cared about the statistics. You know, when I get... Uh, no, 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 no. We ain't gonna let y'all do that. We don't care about the statistics. We don't care about the statistics. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man, what you gonna do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man, yeah, man. The classic... We don't care about the statistics. Throw that shit out the window. The statistics are, yeah, the statistics are what they are. I can't argue that shit down. Throw it out. <laughs> Throw it out. Okay, it's half, over half. It's under half. It's slightly under half. It's slightly over half. It's slightly 70%. It's not 80% of women file for divorces. It's 70%. But college-educated, 90%, which is now the normie talking point. But I mentioned that, and everybody mentioned that the last 10 years has been the same. Uh, College-educated women, first to file 90% of the time. It is what it is. Just throw that shit out. Mm. Throw it out. We, I can't win that game. <laughs> I can't win this, this game for you. Throw it out. We don't want to talk about it. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. The math ain't mathing for me, so let's throw that shit out. <laughs> Goodness. Wow. I mean, I want to stop this clown show, but it's just keep on going here. Getting married, and I heard about this statistically. This is, I'm not a statistic. I'm <laughs> not not yet. just some number on a spreadsheet. Not yet, you aren't. And neither is my wife. We're human beings. Oh, see, it, uh, my wife different. I, I, I'm not subject to statistics. Yeah, not me. My wife different. Our love is like no other love. Not merely subject to them. Because the one thing statistics don't take into account are choices. It's about the choices you make. Yeah. Uh. Whether your marriage works or not, it's about choices that are made in the marriage. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm if not. one or both of you make bad choices, your 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 chances are going to be very poor. If you make <laughs> <laughs> this is a very this is a very one-dimensional way to look at relationships, man. Wait a minute. Who are you? <laughs> this is a very one-dimensional way to look at relationships, but let's go. Make good choices, they won't be. That's what it is. Oh, that's what it is. Hey, if you get divorced, you guys made the wrong choice. That's all. And yet the risk is always there. So will you live in fear of it? Or will you have the courage? <laughs> oh, just man up. And go forward anyway. Just do it. Just do it. Hey, Hafiz, just do it. Just do it, man. Just do it. One other thing I want to say, you know, I, I it, and this oh, is one more thing to, to say that. Okay. 
it's just not true. Oh. Okay, it's just not true. What? That a life of obscene luxury and materialism and selfishness and self-service and of, you know, sleeping with many different women and 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 all of that. Nah. It's not true. Nope. That that is the ideal. I I wonder what you're basing that on. I I'm just asking Genghis Khan, what are you basing? Have you done this life? You know, I don't know. I'm not going to say you haven't done it because I don't know. Have you went out there and banged a bunch of chicks and had a Bugatti and had fun at the junior college and had a rotation and a concubine? Are you basing that off experience or what? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just asking because I'm not saying that it's not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. There's a lot of loneliness in that. Sometimes you can find your happiness and joy being a forever bachelor. Many men are fine and content being a forever bachelor. But I'm, I'm I'm just asking, what do you base that on? Let's get continue. I beg to differ myself, too. I'm totally happy. I'm not miserable. Maybe later on I'll be in. My Filipino nurse will poison my applesauce. I don't know. But let's continue. Which we so often hear these days. That's the ideal. Okay, so you know, non-monogamy, having many sexual partners. That is a, that, that, that's the ideal, they say. Oh, boy. Jesus. Sorry. Let's continue. That's not true. That's not okay. Much less is it is it what we are biologically programmed to desire? Huh? No, it's what we're culturally programmed to desire. That is the cultural programming. Mm. But I know that it's not biological because I'm a biological organism and I don't desire that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this man said he doesn't desire other women. Oh my gosh. He's going to be the kind of guy. Somebody says he's going to be the kind of guy that get caught liking prawn on Twitter on Twitter. Come on, man. Don't lie to me like that. He's going to be the kind of dude that get caught jerking off and he accidentally strangled himself pulling on the rope too hard. You know what I mean? Trying to get that fantasy nut. What are we doing? Stop it. We all desire other human beings. It's just natural. I don't want any life but the one I have. I don't want any woman but the one I married. You better say that. I mean, you could listen to that and say, oh, that's not true. He's just saying it. Yeah. That's a cope on your part. Oh, it's a cope. That's resentment, envy. <laughs> oh, we just hurt bitter. If I could do my life over from the start, I would find my wife again and marry her again. If I lived 100 <laughs> lives, I'd marry her in all of them. That's what it means to love somebody. Oh, Jesus. And love is the ideal. Woo! Because it's not mere biological program. It is transcendent. And trust me, it's well worth the risk. Now let's get to our headlines. All right. Thank you, brother, for this. And, you know, Matt Walsh is going to be mad at this. But listen, and listen, I want to say, Matt Walsh, I want to say, I don't disagree with you on a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like, we're kind of, I, I, I'm cool with you. Definitely on with the way society's going. I know it. So, you know, unfortunately, I'm not sharing your good stuff, but let me just do this because I don't want them to be pissed at me. I'm I'm about forging relationships. I'm not going to call you names. You're you're out of touch on this one. But yes, you have to think about the trans woman and all of that. I'm I'm cool with it. This is out of your realm, man. You don't have a. I don't think you're qualified to speak for it, or at least you haven't really searched in depth to discuss this topic. You you came off really really bad on this one, man. So Matt. For your 2 million followers, please do me a favor. If you want to bring me onto the show, I know people avoid bringing people like myself in this sphere on their shows unless it's pearly. 
right? They don't mind Pearly coming over to talk talk about this and 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 uh, try to figure it out, so they can just punch holes in her her whole damn explanation. They can punch holes in her explanation because she really doesn't have a. She's new. She's new to it. So they'll bring her on, discuss this shit, and tell me what men are thinking. Tell me what those guys, those incels are doing, the guys that want to hump your leg and, and suck your toes. Tell me what they're thinking. And then she comes in there and gives you a baseline discussion, which is not going to be anywhere indicative or in-depth to what we're talking about. Not only that, she lacks the experience, but I'm not dissing her. She knows. I told her this. But they'll invite her over there. They ain't going to bring my ass over there. But if you want, Matt, I'll be willing to show up. I'll show up. If you want to invite me, let me know. I'll tell you what it is, and I'll give you the real, and I won't let you shuffle. All right, let's get to these super chats, and then we're going to get into the main event. This Tennessee police officer out here bull hunting the brothers. All right, Top Billing says uh, XX's arguments are most of the time premeditated, and so that's an example of when the when the communication shuts down, she already pre pre-planned this type of response from you and it's called manipulation man crypto keeper says uh what would you do coach if you told your is it spouse to lose 40 pounds <clears throat> somebody says is it five foot six 190 pounds and if she says no one can face wait a minute i don't know man this is chopped up no one can face opinion on her Okay, it sounds like you have a spouse. She's 31, 5'6", 190 pounds, no kids yet. You're 30, 5'10", 210, and 130K earner, no debt. Oh, dude, I mean, well, this is an opportunity right now. You have leverage over her significant leverage, and your leverage will increase, and she's decreasing. I think you said she is 31, no kids. She's about to hit that Hail Mary buzzer beater. Mm. And uh, she and that's you. she pulled it at you. She's gaining weight. She's not losing weight. This is a lose situation for you if that's what you're concerned about, because that's not going to change. And if it does change, she's going to leave you before you leave her. So you got the leverage. She doesn't. But sometimes you get snookered in the love and that's how you lose. Shout out to Saint Simba says a man in Ecuador, Renee, legally changes gender to win custody. I actually covered that yesterday. Thank you, brother. All right, thank you. Savage, uh, savagely trading. Tony says, old, old saying in Latin America goes, and I won't try to pronounce that. He says the translation is never enough love and never enough money. That's where you get caught in the middle, guys. You get caught in the middle. This is the middle of uh, you can't please the person. There's never enough love and never enough money. It's hard to find that middle ground. It's hard to find that middle ground. One's good. You got to have to sacrifice one to give her the other. And then when you do that, she's like, well, I want more of the other. Okay. Then you go that I want more of this. Sometimes people are children. JC says, shout out to Shamar Moore for knocking up a 40 year old Kaylee. Uh Oh, you know, I know I'm sure there were rumors about him and the way he operates out here. So apparently he's knocking up women. Shamar Moore. Let me see. He got a baby by a 40 plus year old woman. All right, here we go right now. Um, I want to see the woman. <laughs> I want to see the woman. Shamar Morals, Shamar Morals, more. I can't say it. Shamar Moore's girlfriend is pregnant. Oh, they covering her face. Okay, they did it. Oh, they did the old boy. They did the old gender reveal. All right, shout out to her. I see her. She looks like she's a Latina chick or an Italian. I can't really tell what she is. 
I can't tell. He's 52. By the way, again, in your 50s, gentlemen, she she look a whole bunch of she's what we call racially ambiguous. Look at this woman right here. And uh, racially ambiguous people will dominate our culture in about 20 years, 30. People are going to say, like, what is she? You can't tell. So you can't tell if she's white. You can't tell if she's Armenian. You can't tell if she's Latina, Asian. What is she? Mixed. She might have some black in her. Uh, the way she applies, man, you can't tell what the per person is. You can't really tell what he is either. But um, here you go right here. He definitely got him a suburban housewife type chick. All right. But um, anyway, 52 years old. Again, men don't, you don't have to rush. And uh, 50 is not what it used to be, especially when you're getting close to age 50. All right. You're definitely not what it used to be. We got Henry Brazilian. My ex is, my ex is willing to give me a discount on how much she takes from the equity in my car. I suggested a yard sale for furniture she listed. Hashtag divorce. Mm. 52 years old. Classy beats. No need to worry about marriage. Coach, Chiefs will save you. Somebody will save you. Definitely. All right? But the courts ain't going to save you. JC says, think we got our first Gump of the year nominee, definitely Matt Walsh. It's early in the year, but you got you're in the running already for the end of the 2023. All right. Somebody asked me why I keep switching channels. <laughs> oh man, what are we doing here, man? Are you new? I can tell people are new. Why does Andrew Tate keep switching countries? <laughs> why does he keep being on not commercial airlines in a private airline? Come on. You ain't trying to get caught. It's simple. My gosh. You see, they catching my ass. They always trying to catch me. Come on. Mm. <laughs> All right. Marriage causes divorce. Matt is a sizzamp of the year, and it's only January 10th. There was always, there's always another dude that was always in the running, already in the running for simp of the year. Uh, let's see here. We got. Ed, the 304 detector, tr traditional marriage is dead. And he says, killed by XXs. We have to say XXs. Why do you keep speaking in cold? <laughs> Come on, man. Jabari says, they forsake their black sisters for low-fat milk. Mm. Jones G, six kids, Matt Walsh divorce in three, two, one, and. Mm. No government name. Thank you for your contribution over there. And uh, let's check on Venmo. Check on Venmo. Uh, did, did I say, okay, I got you already. Did I? Did I? No government name. What's funny about the conversation like Matt and Hagump is that they tout their conservative beliefs and none are reflected in the laws. The people in power could fix this if they wanted to. God is not watching over this country and there is no God in marriage and God is away on business. That's what we're telling you over here. And um, there was actually, he mentioned some things earlier. I don't think I played that part of it, but he mentioned the SATANic culture in our laws, in our people who govern us. So what are you talking about? You know what it is. Macaroni Tony says, yeah, man, I'd rather be lonely in a 718. I can't afford a 911 like you, big dog, and emotionally emptying at the junior college than have a dad bod with a minivan and a legacy of kids with anxiety and GMO foods. And not only that, normally speak, and not only that, many of your kids won't like you in the end. That's a hard conversation to have. Okay. Or they won't, what I say when they don't like you, they don't 
they many kids are not appreciative. Many people, and I'm going to ask you so because people are going to say, no, that's not true. I want you to think back to yourself. I want you to think back to yourself. Many people don't become appreciative of their parents until they're 30, 35, until you have kids, until you get married, maybe until you get divorced, maybe until you get a job, maybe until you see how relationships are hard. Many people don't become appreciative of their parents until way long in their maturity and development. That's a fact. And most kids today growing up, they don't appreciate shit that you did. And you sacrificed, you worked late hours, you dealt with your wife, your wife dealt with you as a husband. You did this, you jumped through hoops and hurdles, you paid for this, you put them in position, you lined their ass up, you lined their ass up, all they had to do was knock the pins down and they fumbled that and f that up. <laughs> Kids fumble and F that up, guys. They still won't see it. And then they'll be complaining. For instance, there's a lot of spoiled kids out here complaining the shit and acting like the world coming coming apart and they had a two-parent household, which is a significant advantage. Many of them went to private school. Significant advantage. Many of them had everything paid for, lessons, trainers. They had tutors. Significant advantage. And they out here trying to do the whole delete. No, I have it bad. They out here transitioning. They, they out here depressed. <laughs> what the fuck? You like, get the hell out of here, bro. Get, get out of here with these fantasy bullshit, man. People, that's the real thing. And most people don't figure it out until they're like 30 and they go and have kids and they go to their parents. Oh, shit, I didn't realize. Meanwhile, you worked your ass off and then got nothing but lack of appreciation. It's what it is. All right. So don't expect your kids to think that you are just the bee's knees. My parents are the bee's knees. How many kids past the age of two go out there talking about how great their parents are? I'll wait. How many women go out there and say how great their husbands are? I'll wait. Most of them, my kid, my parents ain't shit. That's what they say. And you're giving up all kind of shit. Yeah, the bee's knees. And then they leeching off of you left and right. They still living with you at age 30. They still saying you ain't shit. So just know, man, this doesn't happen. This isn't an epiphany to people adults realize until they become a parent or they get into a marriage or they struggle financially. Many people are struggling financially and they look at their parents. How did you do it? Many people that are millennials make more than their parents did when they were their age. Their parents were in a worse financial position than many millennials, and their parents made it work. And then the millennial kid is in their late 30s, and they're going, how did you do this shit? And the parents are like, you got it way better than us, and you can't figure it out. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's crazy. Most parents were far younger and they made less money, and of course the economy was different, but they were far younger and made less money and had more kids, and they still made it work. I want you to think about this shit. They still patched that shit up to make it work, and still you didn't even figure out, oh, wow. Yeah, the, econ the economics are different. I will agree with that. So that's a one-dimensional statement. I'll agree it's a one-dimensional statement, but we're also very... um. We're also very, what the word is, um, privileged. We're entitled. 
So that if you add that to that, too, we have a different economic situation, but we're also super entitled because many of these parents, while trying to make it work, they gave you everything and you just don't appreciate shit anyway. You think you deserve more, even though they gave you the damn world spinning in your hand and they sacrificed and risked and argued and had sex and they still tried to do it and you're still out here entitled. Anyway, let me get off of my high horse and say, Big Game E says, Coach, I think you misunderstood me before. I said catch and release to the young brothers. Okay, a friend of mine just got trapped with a baby and now shopping for a ring just like that piece leave can trap. He says, just like that piece leave can trap you. Damn. And uh, yeah, man. Uh, one thing that you have to understand, men, men have to understand, is you can go your whole life saying what you will and will not do. This is for the red pill, guys. I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to get married. And in six months, you'll do a complete 180. Six months. This woman will swallow your kids, and she'll let you put kids in her belly, and she'll mix it in her skin, and she'll tell you you're the bee's knees, and then you'll she'll let you knock you up. She'll give you her body. She'll flood you with sex. She'll tell you you love her. She loves you. She'll tell you you're everything to her, and you'll be shopping for rings. Nobody, some of these people, no, the women will never do any of these things to you. <laughs> Mix it in their skin. Yep, you'll eat her spaghetti. Somebody said, that's not love, it's love. I, you can't tell other people that. I. That's what I tell you it is. You can't tell other people that. No, I'm in love. And in six months, you'll be doing backflips. You'll be in here floating. He can fly, he can fly, he can fly, he can fly. Joshua Moon says, can I get a, wait a minute, who are you? Wait a minute. Who are All you? All right, second main event here. Yeah, oh, nope, not that. Let's go over to the young Kaylee out here dropping neck <laughs> at the police department. Boy, these girls are choosing, and she's allegedly married. This is going to be the woman here, according to the New York Post. This woman here on your screen. Damn, does she even look like a police officer? This shit look like a kid in the police uniform. <laughs> like, what in the world? Not only does it look like a kid, this definitely looks like Master Splinter in the uniform. I mean, put, put a police uniform on Master Splinter. Can you see the resemblance? What are we doing here? She looks like she's underage in this photo. <laughs> this looks like a Halloween costume. Is that Master Splinter? That definitely looked like Master Splinter in the uniform. And she said, bulls only. She says, I'm the queen of spades. Let's go up. And this is the young brother right here. This is one of the young brothers right here. Detective Shields was clapping Kate, little Kaylee's cheeks. And also this brother right here got them cheeks. And apparently this brother might have got the cheeks too. Boy, look at her. She doing some damage, man. They choosing out here. And these ninjas ain't even showing their teeth. Hey, man, shout out to the black male law enforcers out here. And shout out to the law enforcers, the people in the military. You guys are a special breed of people. And I really commend you guys. I don't like to get involved with you guys. I mean, I'll be like, I'm trying to stay away from you, brothers. Y'all a different breed. But shout out to y'all. Like, you don't never want a brother to pull up, pull your ass over. All right, brothers to take your ass down with the quickness. They want to be taking your ass down. All right, anyway, shout out to the brothers in the law enforcement here. Y'all might going to be my security. 
But let's get to this story, man. What is little Kaylee doing? These women signing up in the military. They signing up for police academy. They're signing up to be teachers, to get at these young boys. They out here acting a monkey, a full monkey. In these streets. Mr. Brooks is in the house. Shout out to Mr. Brooks. Where? What happened to Mr. Brooks? Look at her taking the oath. I solemnly swear to give these pink cheeks up to whoever I need to have. That's why I'm here. She's like, why am I here? Hold on for a second. Do I have that sound effect? I don't think I have that sound effect anymore. But what would you say you do here, ma'am? <laughs> what would you say you do here? Like, what are you doing out here? I'm giving up the pink toes and the pink cheeks. And starting with this brother right here. The serve, protect, and drop my neck. That's what she's here to do. <laughs> Tennessee cop including married female officer fired after repeatedly repeated wild sex romps. And why is this woman with a dog? Oh my, a small Tennessee police station has been rocked. Tennessee stand up has been rocked by allegations of wild misconduct. I'm surprised she hasn't claimed to be a victim after a married female officer allegedly had steamy romps with six male officers including illicit on-duty liaisons, according to the report. This isn't the first such story as this. There's several stories. A woman left her recording devices on, and they caught her in the car with another officer getting her cheese clapped. This woman out here dealing it out, brothers. And look. In these streets. Guys, this happens more than we know. Let's just be frank. I know people, we see these stories and we pull it out. This happens more than we know. We just barely hear it. And then this woman operates on the spectrum. She gets to be a little happy wife. And then she goes out there giving up the cheeks. And listen, I don't, I ain't mad at her. Let's do you. Officer Megan Hall, we'll call her Kaylee, and her fellow law enforcement officers allegedly engaged in orgies, we'll call it, wild sex campaigns that included sending dirty pictures, taking her top off at a girls gone wild hot tub party. Listen, if you have a pool in your backyard, they're going to get naked. And even dropping her neck with two officers at the LaVerge, Tennessee police station. <laughs> she dropped that neck. Okay. It's barbecue in there. The steamy shenanigans in which Hall allegedly bragged about the size of one partner's man salami claimed to be in an open marriage. Yeah. Queen of spades right here. Not only led Hall to be canned, but led to the firings of Sergeant Lewis Powell, Officer Juan Lugo, Sergeant Ty McGowan, and Detective Seneca Shield, according to the December internal investigation. Now, it looks like, I don't know who she's married to, but she gave Sanchez some. Mr. Don Lugo over here, Don Juan. All right, she gave Brother Seneca Falls, Detective, and brother, what's his name? She was going in for the minorities in Tennessee. She was like, and guys, this stems back to, let me go ahead and show you this. Uh, in our culture in America, one thing we don't realize, our culture is deeply ingrained in sexual debauchery. Okay. Meaning in times where people were seen as less than, you're less than human, you're less than having civil rights, didn't stop them from getting sexual pleasure from them. This is our culture. And it still exists today. 
it still exists today. Our culture still stems from this idea that you're less than, but you can still be penetrated. You're less than, but you, I can still have sex with you, right? And so this is what she's doing. She's in a class system or a caste system, if you will, where she holds prestige and privilege, but she still goes down and says, you're going to be used for pleasure. Okay, this is called fetishizing stuff and people don't understand the power behind fetishizing. We fetishize here on this channel. And even though all the, the instance of uh, many things that we discuss here, passport broism and, and um, uh, junior co college and Kaylee's and flatbacks and thick women and gorditas and, and BBWs and thick women. But that's all. This is all fetishism. And fetishism presides and resides in our culture. It, it actually leads it. And even if a woman says, I'll never marry a guy like you, she can still have situations with you on the down low. Okay. Anyway. What did she say? Two other officers. Damn, two other? Holy moly. That's one, two, three, four. Wait, one, two, three, four. We know there's six, and there's two other officers who allegedly had romps with Hall. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This woman got blown out by six dudes in the same police hall. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Pogs. Pogs is another fetish. And we want to figure out uh, we think we're in love but we're just fetishizing people but um six dudes in one office it says right here the other two that had romps with hall patrick and i can't pronounce his name and larry holiday kept their jobs but wound up suspended according to the reports the extracurricular activities is said to have these trysts took place at hotels Hotels and hotel everybody, apparently. Shout out to Ludacris. And parties at other officers' houses and on a boat. Not a boat. Mm. Guys, not a boat. As I've been telling you, boy, you need to relearn life. Not the boat. All right, I just told you about boats the other day. You guys better catch up on boats, man. It's an expensive cost. Yes, it's the worst thing you will buy and the best thing you will buy. But the boats is where the action happens. <laughs> Hey guys, White Wolf here. So we've got, what's your name again? Reese. Reese killed it. This one, her name is something Cohen. A.M. A.M. Cohen. Man, relearn life. You got to reprogram yourself. Don't think these are exceptions to the rules. These are the rules. The extracurricular, oh, I, I read that. While Hall was also accused of dropping her neck on Powell and Shields while on duty at the police station and the police gym, according to the December 28th internal report. And I will never confirm or deny that I've done debaucherous shit like this, but it is what it is. Officials began to look into the swinging personal life of the amorous officers when Laverne Mayor Jason Cole received a tip that Hall was sleeping with several um, fellow officers and had a threesome with one of the guys and his wife among other claims. So now we got the threesome going on. Uh, which one of these officers was the threesome guy? This guy. This guy had a threesome. So he brought his wife in and brought her in. Kaylee is busy. Boy, man. Hey, uh, boy, there's a lot to even break down in this story, but Kaylee is definitely out here and she's active as we know. I've never been cut. These boys want out.
relationship, but I'm just trying to. Shout out to Kaylee. We know what she's trying to do. All right. What else does they have to say here? It says right here, when asked about the tip, the guy right here admitted to having sex with Hall on numerous occasions. He wasn't the only one. He told investigators that Hall had told him about Powell's big black salami. <laughs> Where's Powell? There he is right there. The bull is in the building. All right. Shout out to the bull. Pause. All right. So as he's finishing up, wrapping up his roar, she said, you know, Officer Powell got that thing swinging. Mm, mm, mm. Boy, she thirsty in here. She out here starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. Good Lord. And claims she had performed a act on him, dropped that neck while the pair were on the clock. The man right here, what's his name? I'm going to call him Patrick. Patrick said, also said, that he has seen Hall and Holiday kiss while watching football at a party and said Hall had once kissed his own wife, Amy, after learning they had an open marriage. Okay, Hall is the woman. Okay, she, okay, so now the wife is into it. So the wife is getting fish. Uh, the woman here, I'm sorry, uh, let's see here. The officer said that Hall's husband saw the kiss and um, told officials the cuckold, quote, really wasn't on board with his wife having a threesome with this guy, Patrick. But she continued to have a relationship with them anyway. So here you go right here. She claimed to be in an open marriage. But, of course, open marriages have rules. And his her husband, happily married, he said he wasn't down for her getting uh, driven to pound town. And guess what? It didn't matter. She still did it. Okay. She still did it. She was like, I don't care what you think. I'm going to do what I want to do. And what he was going to say, he was like, whatever. I got I to gotta go along with it. So the husband tried to pull the plug, and she didn't do anything. Wow. Also, there's even more to this story. This is out of control. When questioned, Powell later denied that he had a sexual encounter with Hall, but said everybody knows she's had multiple partners. That's his quote. And he named, and he threw Holiday and McGowan under the bus to investigators. So he snitched. <laughs> right. Officer Powell right here snitched on this brother right here, uh, on the other brothers. Okay. Officer Powell is a snitch. After being caught lying about being at the gym with Hall, Powell admitted to the tryst during a follow-up investigation or interview, according to the report. He came clean. Powell then involved, wait, Powell's then involved in a domestic disturbance with his wife who he told investigators beat the ish out of me, adding that he, quote, would most likely lose his children after the sperm woman learned about the affair. So we often talk about this as well. And so because he cheated, the wife found out and beat up on him. And she probably is. He probably married to a black woman, found out that it was this little white little Kaylee that he was uh, blowing back out. And the, the black wife said, no, hell no, you're going to lose your kids. Yeah, see, the black wife found out about this is the little thing. And uh, pretty average. She probably said, is she pretty? Oh, she's not pretty. She pretty average. Okay. Let me see here. Continuing on, there's more. Holiday admitted under questioning to having a romp with Hall multiple times. And McGowan revealed that he once went to Hall's house with another female and exposed his Johnson to her after initially denying having relationships with Powell and 
the guy, Patrick. Hall later copped to the affair and also admitting having SDX with Lugo at the hotel or the motel after they met at a go-kart center, a charge that Lugo initially denied before caving under in the second interrogation. All these popos out here lying. All these popos out here lying on Nate Johnson, and they all got caught. Under, By the way, for guys that say they can be with their coworkers, eat where you shit, this is what happens. Under questioning, Chill says, quote, I never had relationships with Megan Hall until admitting she performed or dropped that neck on him while on duty when pressed, the inquest found. There's even more. Patrick also noted he had uh, become concerned about Hall's mental health and heavy drinking and driving, and this is a police officer. Lord, help us. The officer said Hall had once pulled the trigger on an empty gun pointed at her temple so she could hear what it sounded like and that she was suffering from mental illness. Illness. By the way, I want to bring up a point. I'm going to go full screen here. Can I bring this point up? Have we noticed that the more sexually promiscuous we become as a culture, the more mental health? I know things, you know, don't, don't want to correlate things to things. You're afraid to do that. But the more, especially on the women's side, because they're the ones to be more subjected to these things, the more per, the more promiscuous that we become as a culture, the more mental health issues we're having. I don't know. This story is also correlating to that as well she's out here being promiscuous but yet she wants to blow her blames out i'm just and she's drinking on the yob i mean this woman's a catastrophe guys and it says right here an oft mentioned event in the report was a memorial day party in a boathouse owned by another member of the department to which several offers had brought officers had brought their children at one point during the party an intoxicated hall yeah, white women in drinking don't mix. An intoxicated hall was reportedly being force-fed vodka by Patrick in the hot tub, at which time her top came off. Yeah, tequila makes your clothes come off. Showed us Casamigos. And other officers stopped the female officer from drinking and helped her cover up to protect her before grabbing and copping a feel, I'm sure. Lugo Powell and Shields were also dismissed for violating police procedures and lying during the investigation. Also with McGowan, who was witness, who had been witness choking an HR employee. <laughs> My man McGowan said, I ain't going out. I'm not getting fired. He's choking the HR chick. Holiday, Patrick, and patrol officer Gavin something something was suspended in connection with the probe, officer said. HR director, um, oh, Andrew Patton, reading Rainbow, was author who offered the report and conducted the investigation, sanctioned the eight officers for various penalties for activities while on duty, harassment, harassment, and conduct unbecoming of an officer in lying during a police investigation. And further, it was further revealed that Hall and many of the male officers had shared lewd text messages and prawn images of themselves. Never send prawn images of yourself. And it says right there, all of that. All right, that's the end of the story on that one. Wow, what a world we live in. Send that asteroid. Send that asteroid. What do you think about that story? Let your voice be heard. Let me get to the rest of the Super Chats. We live in really, really weird times. And of course, 
this these things have been happening for a long time. This isn't the first time, and it's not the last time. Shout out to Todd C. And he says, and that's you. Yeah, it sounds like the husband was getting really, really. Yeah, the husband of Kaylee. I wonder, you know what? Now that you bring that up, let's look up and see if we can find the husband. He definitely, because there's no husband here. This woman was going ham on her husband. Apparently, this is why uh, open marriages don't work. Because I don't think he was getting this much action. <laughs> Just to be fair with you. Compared to what she was doing in these streets. In these streets? I can almost guarantee he wasn't getting the equivalent of action. Let's see if I can find the husband. And I'm, uh, I'm going to show you. He probably looked like a beta male. Oh, yep. He's already been searched for. If I can find the husband. Um, there's, there's, okay. There is a person with the same name, but I don't know if that's her. So I can't really put her up there. She's there, but there's another one, but I don't think that's her. Now, I don't see any husband's photos there. Let me see. Yeah, there's another person here, but I don't think that's her. Oh, that's what the photographer shares the same name. So she's coming up in the Google search. I want to see what that husband looked like. He probably looked like a dork. All right. I ain't married. He probably got down on bending knee and all of that ish. Wow. Super chats. Joshua Moon says, can I get a who are you for Matt? I think I gave you that. Mask Man CGA, did you see Bad Baby? Says everyone who joined her OnlyFans as soon as she turned 18 should be in jail. I didn't see that. <laughs> Wait a minute. You made allegedly, what, $50 million, but the dude should be in jail? You can't make this shit up. David K says, oh, it's Laverne, I'm not surprised. That's a ghetto city in Tennessee, and it's pronounced Laverne. Them Kaylee's wild. They have good times. Their Kaylee's wild. They're good times in their youth. Yeah, I don't even know where Laverne, Tennessee is, but um, it sounds like a good place to raise a boy, as they used to say in the South. Sorry. Man, sometimes I'm using old jokes. Sounds like a good place to raise a boy. All right, let me stop. All right, what do we got here? JC says, this ish sounds like an episode of Reno 911. Yes, indeed. It's barbecue in there. Marriage causes divorce. Matt Walsh, where are you? <laughs> he says something of, what is this, Bukaki officer? I'm not sure. I think you meant Matt Walsh. Wait a minute. Who are you? Somebody said it ain't. It's by Nashville. Close to Month Murt. Murfreesboro, Murfreesboro. What is that shit? I always see that city name. I've never been there. Murfreesboro. <laughs> Where the hell is? I'm gonna have to start ranking on Murfreesboro. Burr. Hold on for a second. I can't say that. Why am I tongue tied? Murfreesboro. Am I saying it right? Murfreesboro. Okay, Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro. Man, let me strike up the banjo on that shit. How much moonshine is produced in Murfreesboro? I guarantee you, hold on for a second. This is what people in Murfreesboro, this is what comes to my mind, what Murfreesboro people look like. Hold on for a second. Let me see here. 
Hold on for a second. Hold on. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. <laughs> but for some reason, this reminds me, and I might be wrong, this reminds me of Murfreesboro right here. Is this it right here? Is this out? Is this Murfreesboro or no? This this might be kind of what I'm thinking, but maybe you can help me out. Is this what it is? I, I'm thinking this this kind might be what we're this is what it sounds like it is. I'm just thinking that there might be some moonshiners out there, people making bathtub brew, people in the woods. Is this it or no? Oh, I'm thinking of Shelby'sville. All right, Methfreesboro. Meth it ain't that bad. Okay, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'll be wrong. I'll be wrong. This is just, this is just what comes to my mind. All right, you know what I mean. All right, shout out to Murfreesboro. I've never been there. That's a place I've never been. So I've been a lot of places, but I've never been through there. So pardon my ignorance. I couldn't even pronounce it. They saying that's other places in Tennessee. Tennessee people, I've been on Tennessee for a long time, so they're going to be pissed at me. Even Memphis people are uh, pissed. <laughs> oh, we got no government name. You gave it here and you did a sponsorship. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> he says Matt Walsh made the worst sales pitch for marriage ever. He basically just acknowledged all of the downside risks and said, just give it a try anyway. Walsh is giving Dr. John Deloney a run for his money on YouTube's worst marriage cultures. counselors. And he also says for that woman who called the husband a narcissist, YouTube has exposed that most women who use the word narcissist or misogynist have no clue of what those words mean. When they're challenged, they define narcissism or misogynism. They start shuffling. That's a good point, too. What is a narcissist? What does that mean? What is a misogynist? What is the opposite of, of a misogynist? Right? What is the opposite of misogynist? Like, you, you're going to might say it's men do, that hate women. Okay, what is a woman that hates men? What is that called? And is that tolerated on our culture? It is. We allow that to happen all the time. Here we go. No, Macaroni and Tony says, I wonder when the game coach, where the game coaches are at now, brothers done sat up here and lost his job as a high-ranking officer for a porcelain princess that they work for. Give them an L. We don't allow that. We don't allow that type of mindset. No, nah, Sean, Mac the girls at your job. Mac the girls at your job. What you, what you got to lose, man? Be a man. Of course, it will work for many, but we don't lose our job. By the way, I need to clear up a little confusion that somebody pointed out that I was wrong. Coach, you are wrong. You're wrong in the fact that um, Trevor Bauer did not lose $100 million, and he was correct. Trevor Bauer did get a guarantee contract, and somebody pointed this out. Several people pointed this out, and I said he lost $100 million. Well, unfortunately, and fortunately for him, baseball salaries are guaranteed. He will lose his salary for the time that he was suspended, but he does get his income. He does get his payment. So he's going to make $100 million sitting on his ass. And that, I say... Well, that's not a complete loss, but I'm sure he wants to be out there playing baseball, right? He wants to be out there playing baseball. It's barbecue in there. So, yeah, what is that? Hey, ladies, do you guys know what the opposite of, of misogynist is? People are saying it, misandry. 
Now, one time, I want to know how much times, how many times do we hear misogyny? I say, I say misogyny to pass through the algorithm. They probably know that already. But how many times do we hear that word misogynist versus misandrist? We rarely hear it. We probably hear it 99 times to one. We never use that and lob that, that that person hates men. And we can prove that a lot of women do hate men. But we never will use that. <laughs> we never will use that. Uh, anyway. Looks like we came to the end of the show right at the three-hour marker, right before. Uh, yeah. He says they don't even. There's zero. You never really hear her. Men love women, though. Men love. Dude, we're the romantics. Men are the romantics in this world. Men are the ones that want to find the unicorn. Men are the ones that want to find love. They're going to, they're going all the way to uh Colombia with drug lords and the cartello. Look at look at this. Look at the passport bros here. Check out the passport bros running game. Look at this right here. My man went to he went down to Cartagena. Cartagena. <laughs> you know me. And he then went down there and find them a fine-ass Venezuelan woman, and he barely know how to talk Spanish. And this guy pointing out that he's embarrassed. It says right here, look at this. It says right here, um, laughing my A off, you ninjas are mad embarrassing. At least try to learn the language before you travel. But my question is, isn't he learning the language by trying to communicate with the woman? Why does he have to learn the language and know before he touches down? Uh, but here's the bite back. This is what they're doing, the men over there. And I'll play the thing here. Somebody said, that's a man. Uh, I don't know. She's from Venezuela, but she's in Colombia. As you guys know, it's very close. De donde eres? De donde eres? Venezuela. Uh, USA. Well. Yes, uh, you know those estados. Uh, you know those estados. So you know estados unidos and you know those estados. I don't know, but uh, now they're trying to say that these guys are down there looking, making people look bad. And she's uh, USA. I don't. She or he's trying to communicate. He tried. He tried to run game. He says, "And hey, listen." Bonitos, what did he say? I didn't even remember what he said off the top of my head, but he gave her a compliment. She's a pretty woman. You got a WhatsApp. He trying to get them. I don't know, man. What y'all say? What's the verdict? Pretty woman out there in Venezuela. And uh, this is what passport bros are trying to let guys know. Um, you know, this is indeed a pretty woman. Okay. Indeed, a pretty woman, Benito's Mujeres. All right. And they're telling you when they're there, they'll at least give you a try. Right. They're, they'll at least give you a try. And if we had this woman in America, you she's not looking back at you. Are all women going to look back at you like this there? No. But what they're saying is in their experience, this is what's happening. In America, this woman would never. Only with a professional athlete. Only with a professional athlete. This is This is what we're reporting. Only with a pro athlete would this woman look back at you, much less walk back towards you. Walk back towards you. And in this situation, this is why dudes are going. This is why. And it makes sense. What do you want? What do you want to not make sense about it? We can 
we can try to justify why they shouldn't be over there or not. But look, this is why. In America, this woman ain't even looking. Even if she just landed in America and didn't know English, she ain't looking. She's here for two weeks. She ain't looking. But you might not want to get your drink spiked. <laughs> and by the way, I'm not somebody said this guy is the one dissing the passport bros. I'm not. He's calling ninjas mad embarrassing for trying. You know what I mean? I don't think I don't think that's the proper way context to look at this. I don't see it as the same thing. I don't see that as embarrassing. Sure. I think the more you talk and practice, isn't that isn't that practicing? Isn't that learning the language? That's my question on this one. You know, dudes do not like to see people being free. <laughs> people do not like to see you going for freedom. Soon as you go for freedom, they like, nah. Anyway, that is sad. I think that's sad. But with that being said, you know what's sad? We got to close down the day show, but we will be back later today. For the evening show, shout out to the coach gang and let's see what your big eye Becca wants from you. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right and wife me the fuck up.